0: And welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. Who are the crew we all want to be? Who are the crew we all want to hear the names of? They're the Four Nails crew. And they are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S. Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, and Graham McKay. They are the patron producers for this month. And they are. Full Nels, if you would like to go Full Nels, or if you would like to support us on any tier, um, please head over to patreon.com forward slash TCGS We really appreciate everyone's support um, and I think we've repaid them uh, with their uh, support this month, right? Because we had our live talks over which <laughs> mm. was watching an episode of The Krypton Factor. Two which... episodes,
1: mate. Two, Two, Two entire episodes. episodes. Are, and,
0: and um, I went into it thinking You know, I'm looking forward to this. But Is this good enough for people that like video games to support our show and watch it? Let me tell you this. That night, I think I've laughed harder than I have (laughs) since the start of the pandemic. I I don't think I've laughed that hard for over a year. Uh, Something happens in there that absolutely done me for for not only uh, the night we recorded, but I'm still laughing about it now. It's bad, isn't it? I've got, <laughs> like, I've got,
2: you know what? I predicted how I would tell Chen about this, and then it would become quite tiresome uh, for her. That that is exactly what has happened um, because <laughs> I've been laughing Joe, just Joe constantly. Clip
0: of it and said that, uh, no, I got it straight away, and hmm. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I did, and I was like, oh, don't ruin it for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also like how now the image of that is now a meme. In our WhatsApp WhatsApp group, that's getting posted uh, constantly. Yeah, So if you want to know what
0: we're talking about and you don't want to have to wait for that to get released on YouTube, which will take over a month, um, then uh, sign up for the uh, live Talks Over tier. Um, If not, we've also got our bonus show out there for this month, which was great because we played uh, Mr. and Mrs., between the four of us where we all had to choose the answers to questions like who uses their phone the most, who would make the best cook? Who's the noisiest in bed? All those answers and more in the latest bonus show. So if you want to hear that and all the other bonus shows, because it is important to remember if you sign up for what, what's the name of the tier where you get
3: the the podcast? (laughs) I don't know. It's the four (laughs) pound (laughs) 51.
0: The four pound 51 tier. Then you can, um, you've got all of the, the bonus shows and they're well worth looking to uh, listening to so uh, yeah thanks for all your support if you have supported and if you haven't why not go over to patreon.com forward slash tcgs because there's some good content on there there's some top quality content the
3: 450 tier is the be natural tier by the way that's right um speaking of top quality
0: content last week's show come on everyone loved it did they i assume matt
3: we've had some corrections um <laughs> yeah, no, okay. corrections on last week's episode. Matt referred to the circle button on the Dual Sense pad as the O button. This is incorrect because it's a circle button. <laughs> the thing that is annoying, like, I was like, when I was about to talk about maternal, I'm like, do not call that button on the controller the X button. It's the cross. It's the cross. Don't say X. <laughs> and then I must have oh, just forgotten. Oh, that's
0: it. Oh, and Matt, I w- when I saw this feedback, I was like, no, actually, I think Matt's right because I remember one of the buttons. Everyone calls, like, something, but actually it's something else. <laughs> and I thought it was the circle
3: button.
0: <laughs> I thought yeah. oh, yeah, Matt's yeah. right, actually. No, it's called say the O X, button. Don't say,
3: yeah, I mean, I thought did say it. <laughs> X and O, probably. Oh, God. Why do you care?
0: Everyone I know who's played PlayStation has always called it the X button.
2: Yeah, but no one's called so it the O now, button. Think...
3: No.
0: The o <laughs> no one's
2: o one called it the O okay, button. No, also... Fair enough.
0: But then why is Matt trying to avoid saying the X button? Because I'll, I'll lose it's, my gamer cred. Yeah, it's definitely a thing we've been pulled <laughs> like up Like, you lost that years ago when you started what? recording
3: this. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, before that, morally. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Sorry, Sean.
1: No, I say, it's, it's definitely something we've been pulled up on before, and I understand the distinction, but do you know what people mean if they say the X button? Yeah. I, I know it's I not know technically correct, it. but you know what we're saying? But hold on. What,
0: why is it? Te- what's technically correct? Why does? Well, it because it they're not. They're not correct?
1: letters, are they? They're symbols. So it's not a. It's not a, a letter X. It is a cross symbol.
0: Yeah, but you've played a lot of um, Sea of Thieves, Sean. Do you say X marks the spot?
1: That's true. Don't say cross marks the That's spot. Do you? Don't do say cross yeah, marks the yeah, yeah, fucking but, spot. But yeah, Pirates fuck named it the X. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck you uh,
3: and we're not talking yeah, about was... that we're talking about the O and yeah o, o was a mistake it's definitely a circle <laughs> yeah, I know it's a circle mistake. it's just that, that part of my brain that knew it was a circle I had to just like use to make sure I didn't say X um, what? So there's, there's a malfunction in your brain somewhere. You're just shifting it onto different buttons no, on the no pad. I, I had to use that space and say, look, you just have to, just have to forget what the circular <laughs> okay. button's called. Isn't that just focus on the X today? Oh, I mean, I mean cross. Fuck! You know what I mean? Uh, Chips McCain, you should do a talk server on the clown masturbating with boxing gloves video. Now, if anyone <laughs> listening to this show for the first time...
1: Um, no, leave it. Just leave it there. It's fine.
3: No, okay, yeah.
0: I, um, I know I'll tell you this. Uh, in the week, I did have a moment of weakness and Google clown masturbating <laughs> tape modern. <Yep.
3: laughs> do not do that. It's <laughs> just a warning. What, what Don't words, look did he Google that or did he go on a specialist website? No, I just googled <laughs> it and then but
0: then all the links were like you could just tell by the url yeah. that, that I I was never going to okay. find it and if I was going to find it I'd be traumatized by the end of it so. Yeah. Um, I I also yeah.
3: had a moment of weakness this week and I bought some boxing gloves. So, find <laughs> <Yeah, you're laughs> it that actually it's great. Next <laughs> message. feel
1: like someone else is doing it.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, Frank Bruno. <laughs> cool. <laughs> The spirit <laughs> specialist has a message us. re waiting staff. Here's how I imagine each of you working in the restaurant trade. If you weren't already highly successful podcasting hosts, Sean, the chef slash manager of a small farm shop cafe just outside Nantwich, that recently expanded into evening meals on a weekend, as the quality of the locally sourced organic food is excellent and fresh. And Pressure by locals forced his hands.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I tell you what, they don't do a normal sausage in you know? there. You can't just buy a sausage like a normal pork sausage. It will no. be like lime and thyme sausage. This one, this one's got lamb and cheese. It's all, it's all it's locally like, sourced
2: but... as well. It's all locally sourced.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the local Asda. Because you, you know, see that's this what is totally this like. is just you describing nice things to me. it's like yeah, that sounds sounds good. <laughs> Uh, what's especially creepy is I don't actually live that far from Nantwich, so that's weird.
3: Okay, uh, next. <laughs> Matt, a barista at an independent, independent coffee shop yes. located in the ground floor of an office building uh, in the centre of Leeds. There are about a million of them already, which spends more time on its social media feeds promoting <laughs> the organic fair trade family <laughs> and small batch yes. beans they used than actually making
0: fucking coffee. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like they- right they definitely spent way too much money on the, uh, on the cups that they dish out to people. that you know, They put it in, do yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I reckon you're so, encouraged, so,
1: you, encouraged you to bring your own cup. It's one of those. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's every <laughs> yeah. coffee they're selling at a loss
2: somehow. But, but, <laughs> but, but eventually, eventually they'll, they'll break through.
3: Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah I'm making the Microsoft off coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, roadside calf in a converted port cabin just off the M25. percent well, or yep. in a converted <laughs> mini selling boiled hot dogs outside nightclubs <laughs> on a Saturday night. Not, <laughs> that, not thing, that one. Generally <laughs> thing, you'll know if you went out in Newcastle city centre in the early 2000s. No, no,
0: I know them. We have them around here as well, but I see myself more of a, yeah, a um, car park in a B and Q or something car park in a, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the, um, Oh, what is that? Traders. Uh, Oh, what's the big traders store? Wix? You know, where you could get, no, it's... Uh, oh, my God, this is going to do my nutting because they've got really catchy jingle oh, on the check radio. Oh, check-a-trade? No, check, no, a trade, no, that's a website, a trade, man. You're, you're, you're that's a, you're a website. I'm not going to be the car out. park the the website, am I?
1: Uh, incredibly, Sitting I know in the, the car car one you mean I've, I've fucking yeah, lost no, it as is well. Yeah, no, it is
0: itself It's where to try go. Oh, yeah, that's what it's <laughs> i'd be i'd be in the in the yeah in a little caravan selling like you know uh yeah can i have a, a baguette what baguettes have you got well, we just put everything in a baguette mate that's it. we've got <laughs> eggs bacon mushroom sausage fuck it hash browns are in there what is it? yeah that's my that's definitely where i'd be for sure uh, have i told you that my dad's thinking about doing that well, why not Genuinely, he's thinking about, because he's retired now, yeah. and he's genuinely thinking about just opening a little cafe van where he just goes to a car park and sells that sort of stuff.
1: There was it's a... just a weird thing for him to I'm come out good. with. The, there, there, used to be, that. there used to be, a, it wasn't a van, it was like a, it was a, a little stall, but it was a burger place in Chester, it was, like, it was a similar sort of thing, it was just selling like not particularly great fast food and stuff. And there was a a rumour that, yeah, the guy who owned and ran it was like a fucking millionaire, and he was just bored. It's totally it's just understandable, like, isn't it? Like, you yeah. want something <laughs> to do. Sounds yeah. all right.
2: I'd, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do something like that if you were a millionaire. Probably, well, not I wouldn't do that, but I'd do something else.
0: <laughs> I no, I'd do, do a gaming podcast once a week where I get battered <laughs> by by common folk. <laughs> That's uh, the story of James Farley.
3: Thanks. <laughs> God, where's James? Working? Speaking of James Farley, front of house manager in a four star manor house hotel somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the countryside. Yes, there's nowhere near as posh as it thinks it is. <laughs> Enjoys sneering at lower middle class people who have saved up for months for a one night stay, despite the fact these very people are what keeping the business afloat.
2: Hang on, I am Basil Forty. Then basically, it's what he's yeah, saying. More or less.
1: <laughs> well, Forty it times is yeah, more like well, a B and B, isn't it? It's not like yeah. a. No, it's I a think hotel. this is a. Is it? Okay. This seems like a, a, a much grander like uh, deal, though. I think this is a bit higher class. You're
0: a lot like Basil Forty, James. Yeah, we've had to go back to your old content and edit all the racism out. <laughs>
1: There's a few people complaining <laughs> about that.
0: Um, yeah, but, but that's bang on that. Bang on. Mm. Uh, Actually, wait, Forty Towers wasn't a four-star, was it? Was it, nah, like, it was. The whole point but, of it no, was, but that it was, was the a whole, shit hotel. But that was
2: the whole point, wasn't it? That he thought it was a lot better than it was. and. Uh... <laughs> right, okay. <laughs>
0: I'd love to see James on, um, what is it, four in a bed. Oh, yeah. But like Once he gets the business off the ground, him on four in a bed would just be great when he's reviewing like other people's like, yeah. bed and breakfast. What do you mean, oh, paid me £10 a night, you know. £10, £10 less a night than I thought.
3: Yeah, yeah, great show. yeah I love that show. So. Tom yeah, we Doughty. Still, we still love watching that. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Doughty. For years now, I've often thought to myself, Matt doesn't just have... The face of someone who works in a harvester. So, so, yeah, it's for years so I'm that. So you can imagine my surprise when in your latest podcast, James also comes to the same conclusion. <laughs> Occupations that I think Matt does have a face for include barista, barber, vape shop employee, Apple Store employee, BQ <laughs> yes. staff, John Lewis salesman. No I mean, way. Very varied You're here. are well Apple's off the 4, John Lewis B&Q, album. Thank John Lewis, especially the 4K TV section. Crazy golf Standard attendee. <laughs> <Yeah>. Airport security. <laughs> yes. No. Garden yeah. center employee. Shedding a gazebo. No, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. What, you see Matt as airport security. No, yeah, I can't see that.
1: No, like one, of the, like, one of the inspectors, not like the people who have to actually, like, you know, manhandle people out of the building or whatever.
3: How old was that? One of
1: the inspectors? Yeah, you know, the investigators who like go through the bags and stuff.
3: Oh, right. So, yeah, 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 those. The occasional
1: search. I, ch- I oh, get okay. to look maybe, at the yeah, X ray machine maybe with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> no, because I hate those people are all just like, I'm just I'm waiting for them to say, okay, empty your bags. So, I saw a cable out there. I'm not a fan of those people. <laughs> Because every time I go okay. away, I end up bringing a thousand cables and I'm always the one that delays everyone if we we're like on a laptop holiday like or you, any yeah. family holiday. I'm like, or any holiday, sorry. I'm always the one like, okay, Matt, Matt's obviously going to be the one that delays everyone by half an hour because he's got cables upon cables upon cables for literally no reason. I was like, going to say, do why have so- you got so
1: many cables? What
3: are they all for? Why do you think things need charging, Sean?
1: Yeah, but you're, a, you're an Apple
3: man, so surely everything just uses basically the same thing. Yeah, but. Yeah, you're an Apple man. I am an Apple man, but. Apple man. <laughs> it, I know. It, it, there's just a lot of cables, and it's, you know, and so I often get. You do uh, know that
0: Matt brings a power brick with him everywhere <laughs> with just one wall. It's like
3: plugs into the wall, but it's got about eight USB sockets in it, <laughs> just yeah, in that's case. What I do, yeah. So each yeah. of them's got like USB hanging off, and then anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not going to get into it. Um, uh, a garden center employee. Shed and the Gazebo, eh? But uh, also, yes. also, the fertiliser okay. section. Okay. The man in the airport who sells the lottery tickets to win a BMW. <laughs> yeah, Is yep. that a thing? Yep. I don't think yep. really yep. I've ever yep. seen that. Yeah, I've seen postcards in You've not seen that? Airports. I
1: mean, I've not, yeah, not been in many you airports. To, but...
0: You go to an airport and there's a bloke standing next to a really flash car yeah. and it's like £50 a ticket. And you just right. think, who's doing that? <laughs> like, honestly. I mean, enough. Like, yeah, it must be. But, yeah, it's like 50 quid. You just go up and you buy a ticket for 50 quid and hope that you've won this,
1: like, £200,000 car or some shit. Well, like, yeah, you're about weird. to go on holiday. See? I don't know. I'll, I'll the tell golden. you what, I could wait and see what I could spend my money on on holiday or I can just play it safe and just spend 50 quid <laughs> on a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drive home. From Spain, <laughs> Or maybe it's like you're supposed to look at it and think, well, who, no one else can be fucking stupid enough to pay 50 quid. I'll be the only person who's yeah, entered. I think that's it.
0: Yeah. I think that's it. They, yeah. they think that hardly any people are doing, you know, yeah. and it would be one of those ones that when you look at the small print, it's like this, this lottery is going on in every hotel in uh, every airport in Europe. You know what I mean? It's like that's probably what it is, isn't it? <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, uh,
2: James. What? See, I could see him definitely as like being Q staff or garden centre employee, but also utilising the electric skateboard at the same time, like to get around. Yeah, yeah.
0: I could see. They him. won't allow that.
2: I know, but B Q no, no.
0: people will not allow that. No, in no but he'd he, he be, be doing it
2: as like a maverick. Yeah, that would be the thing. And they keep telling him we'll that he's not fired. allowed. They keep saying you can't <laughs> do that, and he'd be like, oh, "I'm going to do it." And just so be you've never around.
0: worked in retail, have you, mate? Yes, I've worked, worked in, in a co-op for years. Well, then you should know that you'd be fired immediately. They wouldn't go. We keep telling him not to do that. <laughs> they, they don't do that in those places.
2: In. No, just, like, he'd, find the
0: the
3: he'd find a way. He'd find way to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we entertain okay. the
3: people so they're like, "That's you know, worth it," because sales are up when he's on that stupid board. <laughs> especially when he falls over. <laughs> uh, zoo uh, star for the reptile enclosure at Chester Zoo, ball mm-hmm. boy, and finally charity bucket person honestly right, that's
0: such a wide range I, i'm, I'm yeah, sorry Tom, but i can you've do blown job. It there a little bit yeah <laughs> the, 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 you've blown it there it needs to be very specific i think barista is probably top yeah. you know i like the vape store thing because i've been in a lot of those and they do all look like that um, and <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> so, so um yeah i don't know i i think you, the, the one place that we've all been to together that i think matt would Comfortably sitting and working in was that little restaurant next to where we had that awful B and B. Yeah, you that, remember that lovely little cafe slash that was bar. Amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was blatantly a mat joint. That one.
3: Yeah. I should do that. That'd be so good. Anyway, but, uh, on what? to James. one Matt asked what? for a straw? Just-, just, <laughs> yeah, just what happened? <laughs> uh, what happened?
1: But, well, basically, it just, it, we we realised that because it was the, the sort of place it was, there was a reason they weren't giving us straws, right? Because you know there's this broad sort of anti-straw mentality or at least have paper ones if you're gonna have straws right um but yeah we all had milkshakes and matt obviously has a luscious beard and didn't want to get milkshake all in it so he asked if he could have a straw and it turned out they literally didn't have any on the premises so he had to use his little beard guard that he normally uses oh, when a he has a oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah, a low point
4: That's
0: a good memory, that. you know got when got... we were talking about weird shit that you bought off wish <laughs> yeah. that wasn't on wish like, mate he... I, no, but I genuinely thought uh, when I listened to that back,
3: why didn't I bring up the beard dam or whatever he calls it? I mean, yeah, my, my beard's kind of it, Tasha's kind of like low. Uh, you know, I've, I've shaved, I've trimmed it down at the moment. So, but yeah, but when it's big, I need that baby for drinking. A okay. whole, whole, host mm-hmm. of right. drinks. You don't, anyway. you don't need it, do you? I <laughs> do. <laughs> people have had beards for a long time, and Tasha get wet, and I have to keep wiping it. A beard, beard dam sorts all that out.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, okay. like people manage without showers for a long time as well, but yeah, not a good idea. David. Sorry, are you defending the beard? I, 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 it appears I am, yes. <laughs> yeah, good. Good, Sean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said on Have device. you ordered one from Wish? <laughs> <laughs> you get around nine months' time. It's like, going to honestly... turn up, but it's got Velcro along the top, and it'll
3: just attach to your beard. You're <laughs> like, oh, this <laughs> fucking is shit. <laughs> On a side note, re- occupations that James has a face for include monk, funeral director, accountant, John Lewis salesman, especially the bed and mattress section, town crier, a conservative MP, a library receptionist, the person at the bowling alley who sprays your shoes, <laughs> Jeff Keeney's assistant, and finally football team manager.
0: Again, too wide range there. They're very good, Definitely though.
3: Definitely not football manager.
0: Uh, also, he's used John Lewis sales assist, salesman for both of you two.
3: Like, it makes I that think that's sense. just the thing, though. I
1: think every, there's a there's a place for everyone at John Lewis. It's just a matter of which section you fit Exactly. In.
3: Yeah, I'm doing 4K TVs. James is doing beds. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, hey, uh, yeah, but only the frames.
0: Oh, I don't know about the mattress. you would have to speak to
1: Brian. He knows no, he's He he's put, put bed and mattress section.
3: Yeah. Oh right, okay. James nice. is a, he's, a, he's an all rounder in the bed bed game. He knows what he's doing. Certainly uh, <laughs> Tom ends. David's a fishmonger and Sean is a park ranger. Son. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a
1: fact. That's not a funny joke.
3: That's it's just true. true. That was hilarious this weekend. We
0: went to a park um, for the <laughs> first time, I and mean, we met up with my sister and her kids. Um, in the park of the weekend, and I genuinely genuinely saw someone with a polo shirt and park ranger written on their back <laughs> i was pissing myself as if was the first time i've ever seen that so I took like a photo of it i sent it to sean and said just make your dad sean
3: <laughs> <laughs> so weird all right go on. ricky rice cooker re-returnal being a full price game since when did levels become biomes and when why does calling levels biomes mean devs can get away with only having four of them in a 70-quid game?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not entirely fair, is it? No, just, they what, they, they start, call it, They're, they're, it? Called, yeah. they're called biomes the start, because presumably what, there's... Favorite... Go on. Yeah, go on. I was going to no, say, no, they're, called, no, go on, they're called biomes because presumably there are multiple generated levels within each biome. So the biome is just a theme in which the levels are generated. Is that...
0: Right. I guess, yeah. I mean, I you, I didn't know what a biome is. I still don't. And I, I struggle calling them biomes. Because I feel like I think it, it's one of those
1: b- words that is only sort of relatively common because of Minecraft. Because I remember uh, that it was such a huge thing. Oh, Minecraft's got fucking biomes. Which basically means some bits will be, you know, what we saw as normal and then some bits would be snowy and some bits would be deserts. Um, and I right, feel like okay. that's... Like, obviously, it's always been a word, but I feel like that's what's really thrown it into gamers... Parlance. They
0: refer to them as biomes in the game, though, right? Do they?
1: Yeah. Matt? Okay. Um, yeah,
0: so, yeah, I mean, yeah,
3: they yeah, must do. What do you mean they must do? because <laughs> well, everyone starts saying it around maternals. Now everyone will just think, oh, yeah, the biomes. I'm, well, actually, I don't know. If I'm asking if you remember that. I don't remember, David. <laughs>
0: OK, Um. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. That's what people call them. But that's not the reason why they're charging £70 for the game. All I'll say is that I've got 17 hours of really good um, game time in with that game. So, you know, I'm not. Look, as we spoke about last week, I don't think there's any game that justifies a £70 price point. Um. And to reiterate, I didn't pay, pay for the game. So I can't really give that sort of viewpoint on it. But uh, hang on, hang on. I don't know. I don't.
2: You're he, saying no game is worth seventy pounds at all.
0: Well, I, 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 no, no, I, I think what I'm saying is that I can't think of a justifiable reason to charge seventy pound for a video game at this point. How about the cost of development, David, what about that? Well, I don't know the cost of development, Matt. So it's seventy pounds. Take a... <laughs> right, <laughs> okay, well then, definitely not because. They've sold. They probably sold a million copies of that, haven't they? So Profit, isn't you it? know, Very clever, very shrewd <laughs> team over there. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, is it worth it? I wouldn't get angry at Return. Or it's a good game, at least. You know what I mean? There's been worse games released at full price, and that is uh, that's the, that's is, the problem. Well, I don't
3: want to give it on ideas, but you know, when Breath of the Wild Two comes out, I would probably pay a hundred pound for that. I would not. I probably would I would pay a hundred pounds for Breath of the Wild 2. because like, i mad? I, know, what, I, know, no, I, probably, I mean I probably would because the it be, mm. you know, I have hundreds of hours probably oh yeah, well over a hundred probably hours if it's any indication compared to the first one. So what? i have loads of great fun, yeah, haven't I? Know. I'd have loads of great fun. yeah,
0: just to let you know, guys, uh we're gonna charge a hundred pounds for Breath of the Wild 2 and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> That seems very high, but I promise you, you will have loads of great fun. Um, <laughs> so it's worth every penny. £100 for a game, I'm man. No, come
2: on.
3: Come on. I'm just preparing for, like, some three generations' of... time. When it's not, it's not yeah, a Neo Geo also...
2: game, is it? You know, it's... Uh...
3: What if it comes mm.
1: with a miniature statue?
2: Mm.
0: Fingers crossed, eh? quid. pounds Okay, all right,
3: go cool. on. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. Hello, boys. Last week... <laughs> What did you say it like that for? I was just making sure I didn't mispronounce it. But yeah. <laughs> Miss Tiggywinkle. Mispronounce Miss Tiggywinkle. <laughs> that so that's actually Mrs. I do apologise. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so you ended up mispronouncing it in the first place, didn't you?
3: Is this the <laughs> kitchen appliance? It. I just, I just, and I just I'm, I'm enunciated it differently. Anyway, <clears> Mrs. Tiggywinkle. Hello, boys. Last week, Dave corrected himself, saying 2,000-year-old haunted houses do not exist. Technically, it was more of a shed... Than a house, but in a movie, the greatest story ever told, set around that time, a man came back as a ghost <laughs> three days after his death and haunted his mates. I think that counts.
0: That's count. You got me there.
3: You've absolutely, You're absolutely done me there. Done yep. there. Yeah, mm. Okay. Okay. Okamaki Dojo. I hope it's not too late to offer James his frustration easing and spoiler free advice regarding Yakuza like a Dragon, but since he's already on chapter eleven, time is probably not on my side. Not on my side. Um did you want to hear about it, James?
2: Yeah, yeah go for it, go for it. James, right. do not
3: start chapter twelve. Have you um, started chapter no, twelve? No, I'm still really?
2: on chapter eleven because Resident okay, Evil came out way. in it, so
3: yeah. It J- did. James, do not start chapter twelve until you played through and finished a battle arena run by the friendly robot that opens up in chapter eleven. <laughs> yes, this is the inevitable grinding part. If Excellent. you don't level up in this area, <laughs> the boss battle in the next chapter will be basically impossible. Remember to use the Korean chap's poison attack, it's very useful. Also, make sure Ichiban has that skill where he can be reduced to zero health but bounce back. You'll definitely need it later. I don't think you need to be level 80 for the last boss, so pretty sure I was around 60 or so on normal difficulty and it was okay. Enjoy hate playing the rest of the very good story. At least you can look forward to Judgment 2 being a brawler again.
2: Yeah. Thank
0: you. More help? on Yakuza later, I think,
2: right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's basically the story, in it? But let's, you yeah, know, we can go on. <laughs>
3: Well, right. Thank you, Kamaki Dojo, for ruining James's news story. Yeah, but, but thank you for
2: the advice. It's appreciated. Yeah. When I go back okay, to probably. Liz luck.
3: Walker, uh, following conversation about how much Sean loves obeying the rules while driving, I'm surprised James didn't recommend a taxi driving minigame from Yakuza 5. I've never played a driving minigame where it has been a requirement to indicate while turning and actually <laughs> adhere to traffic lights and stop signs. It also helps to Japan of Japan... Drives on the left-hand side of the road for a fully immersive driving experience.
2: Like, I haven't played Yagos of Five yet, so that will be why. No, no, that, that sounds, sounds
3: amazing. A Thanks a bunch, Liz. That's yeah. ruined that as well James. Yeah, that's, as that's another... James now. Yeah.
1: Shown him right up. Yeah, um, now. <laughs> uh, that sounds proper good. I remember on the Dreamcast, we had a naughty copy of Tokyo Boss Guide, which was basically that but a boss, and it was great. But, I mean, I was only like... How old was I? Like 13, 14, so it just... Didn't really have the patience for it, but I love the idea of it. And I think actually now, there's a, there's, didn't Bus Simulator come out last year? It, it did, apparent, yeah. Apparently In actually couple all of right.
3: years?
1: So yeah, maybe that's the thing.
3: Maybe it is. Jeffrey uh, Johns, hey cool dudes, with Sound of Play, Sally on the hiatus, Matt, this is your chance to shine and host a gaming music podcast under the TCGS.co banner. Just a suggestion. No. No way. No way. Do you know
0: what the best part it... of,
1: Wait. of Sound of Play going on hiatus is? <laughs> What? So, so I was on episode two hundred and ninety eight, and I was like joking, Ryan. I was like, "Oh, you got, to, you better have something special planned for episode 300. <laughs> they did. What? And Fuck, they did, they, they did. fucking killed it. So <laughs> what is kid, What is dead? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's on hiatus. Okay, good. Like, yeah, was... no one's
0: taking that away from Ryan. That's what he. This, the, you know, that's his his bag. What well, might be like, now? Do you, do you, do you reckon Ryan should go solo? Is that it? Is that yeah, what's going to happen?
1: Ryan and Matt going to business. Is this together.
2: also a dig, though, at right Matt? Because he's, like, yeah. famously hates video game music. So he'd be the worst yes. person. Well, to he said uh... he hates video game music, <laughs> but then every game
1: he likes, he likes the music. So
3: I don't spend time outside of a game listening to it unless it's, um. well, Final Fantasy here and there. Uh, let's move on. <clears throat> Adam... Adam, Canterbury. He plays That's a lot on. of Adam, games on mute as well. Do you remember that? No, that was about one <laughs> no, time when again. I was on a bus. Um, it, was <laughs> it wasn't one time. It was the whole James Attorney series. Was one, it was a one time I had a podcast on. I had the audacity to have a podcast on whilst playing because I've heard people do that and it didn't work out for me. <laughs> okay. well, it's all right. It's you not like it's test like test a
1: you know really famous celebrated
3: soundtrack or anything. <laughs> 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 you, know, you can play Guitar here on mute. It's fine. Um, Adam, Canterbury I assume that's in Canterbury or that's just a surname just wanted to say thanks to the pod really I'm only up to the waiter faces chat but I've already laughed more than I have all week after a shit day at work massively appreciate the fact you guys do us week in week out and the good humour you've carried many of us through the past year with thank you
0: well, cheers Adam appreciate good, Adam. that every now yeah. and then little little message like that other listeners need to take
3: note and stop just <laughs> complaining <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all as good as Adam comma, Canterbury, gamer yeah, exactly. Gary Deuton, Uh After watching a bit of the end of the Sea of stream, I have come. I have to come out in defence <laughs> of Sean at least a bit in terms of understanding that shit.
4: Thanks,
3: thanks Gary. Right. <laughs> okay. In the okay,
0: right? Okay, well, wait. So do I? Do I break this down per sentence or do I leave it to the end?
1: I think we wait to the end, don't we?
3: Okay, all right, okay, cool. Okay. The problem I can see with Sea of Thieves griefing is that combat isn't really a thing. There's no skill ceiling and seemingly no way to prep yourself to meaningly, de- meaningly defend from uh, attackers. All the guy did was wait till Sean was in the shop and shoot him. I'm not <laughs> entirely against griefing, but it, uh, it needs at least to be inventive and funny. However, I was pissing myself at the guy following Sean around to justify his behaviour. His avatar made it look like evil, remorseless, ancient ghost pirate hungry for souls, but it was accompanied by that little wet voice going... We've left you some stuff to apologise. Whilst getting annoyed that his apology wasn't being accepted, <laughs> I also agree that this is just a game and nothing is really lost, so don't worry about it too much. And getting in an order of strangers over some virtual assets seems daft, but then I'll be a hypocrite to lean into that too hard because God knows the embarrassingly salty moments I've had on Street Fighter. Just because someone has been playing in a crazy way to hopefully win one game against me and run off. Why do I care that the little plaque next to my name now says ultra platinum instead of "diamond"? Why am I gritting my teeth because I heard that rank down noise? It's not even real. What I'm saying is, online assault is complicated, and when you've invested time in a game—two and a half thousand hours, to be precise—sometimes, just sometimes, you get more pissed off than is reasonable. Yours sincerely, a serial Dark Souls Black Phantom Invader. I, Shall I reply
0: then? Because. Yeah, Gary, you started by saying you had to come out in defence of Sean. You didn't come out in defence of him at all, mate. No one was having a go at Sean for getting angry. Everyone knows it. No one's saying that you shouldn't get angry. Everyone's saying you should get angry. Of course you should get angry. Like, when I'm getting griefed on Rocket League or whatever, I'm furious. And that's less of a time commitment and a time waste than what Sean went through. Of course he was angry. What I'm saying is don't show it to the griefers. That was the only point <laughs> I was making last night. And when you said, Right, I'm not entirely against griefing, but it just needs to be at least to at least be innovative or funny. I don't think the griefers care what your standard of <laughs> griefing is, Gary. I think they just wanna piss people off.
1: I, I th- like I see what he's I see what you're saying because that is the like if if the if it was like in Sea of Thieves, if it was just like the PvP was straight up interesting, like ship to ship battles, right? And you were like you know maneuvering and trying yeah. to like you know actually be skillful, that would be cool. I mean, it'd still be annoying, but it'd be sort of enjoyable in its own way. But it's like the the PvP in Sea of Thieves is just like just loads of shitty little tricks that they've, they've figured out. And like weird little exploits and stuff. And it's just, it's just fucking boring unless you're going to spend time actually studying that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's the same as um, cheap, cheap modders like that, cheat the games to win, you know, and say PUBG or mm. the people that that instantly know where all the spawns are on Rainbow Six Siege to so just break yeah. the window and shoot into the spawn point the moment the game starts. <laughs> all of that stuff is annoying as fuck and it frustrates me. But I, I, you know, all I was saying was a bit of advice to Sean next time: just uh, go, ah, oh, right, mate. Or something like that. You can't let them know that you're angry because that's what they're after. Yeah. No, that uh, is as what a, they're you after. Know, as and a... Sean knows that. Sean knows that. You know that, Sean. I'm telling you <laughs> that, suck eggs. You know that. You've been on the internet for ages. But at that moment, you, you did lose it a little bit. That's all. And you admit it. So it's all good. Yeah. I right? mean, because,
1: you know, we've had loads of interactions with dickheads where, like, we've either just talked our way out of it or sometimes you end up having a laugh with them even we had, we was had this, so we
0: talk, sorry we talk about the crack cane and rinse boys now or what was this
1: the the what <laughs> <laughs> nothing oh no, my god it's a little joke god, god um yeah like you know we had one time like some reapers started coming towards us and like and cammy just got on the megaphone and he's like guys we're just you know we're just doing this question leave us alone and the guy just shouted back tell me a joke and i'll leave you alone <laughs> and he did and he went yep and fine and he said off.
3: your ship now fuck off <laughs>
1: So those, like, those things do happen. It was just, yeah, that was just an especially bad interaction at the end of a very long stream or failed to achieve what I'd set out
0: to. <laughs> Tell us a joke and we'll leave you alone. Why are pirates called pirates? And before you get
3: to the end of that, you've seen the cannibals flying towards you. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I will say, Sean, you've you got, you got a bunch of different emails uh, defending you. I'm not going to read them all out because I feel like the section's gone long enough, but... Uh, oh, fine, fine. Well, I mean, I could read them all out, but there's an awful lot of emails here. So I'm not going to. Um, thank you well, thank, for
1: everyone Thanks, who... everyone, who wrote loads of nice things supporting me. Matt's not going to read oh, them out, though. I can, <laughs> I,
3: can do, I can do. Okay, you know what, I fucking will do now. Oh, Sean. Right? No, what <laughs> no no this, is, no this is fine progress lost the re-traumatization uh, re-traumatizing of sean on last week's show regarding his terrible experience playing sea of thieves not friends while difficult to listen to did somewhat vindicate my decision to delete the game and vow to never play it again a few weeks earlier mostly on sean's recommendations it was one of the games i decided to get properly invested in after buying xbox series x as much as i enjoyed the realization of the galleon based open sea traversal most sessions would end with me oh, being Sean, scottled what by have twats you done, Sean? while it's unloading meager loot are acquired during hours of gameplay beforehand listen
1: listen i just didn't want the listeners feeling unappreciated Hi, spoiler bot hello david how are things
3: yeah how you doing mate
1: not that good to be honest mate it turns out even robots can get covered so I've been stuck at home with the kids this whole time. They're doing my absolute nut in. Been a long time, is not it? Yes. It's been 414 days since we first went into lockdown and I don't think you've needed me this whole time. I can't even do one of the funny middle class jokes about having a sourdough starter in the fridge that everyone was doing last summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. How long should they fast forward to avoid all this uh, defensive, Sean?
1: Oh, don't worry. Matt's about to bottle it and deny Sean his moment of vindication after the way you all spoke to him last week. Anyway, do you fancy meeting up to get absolutely obliterated
2: when the pubs open up properly next week?
0: <laughs> okay, mate, speak. See you next
3: week. Thanks, for everyone's emails. I... Okay, we've got emails from Progress Lost, Gavinson Savannah, um. Uh, yeah, Alan and Darren Gargett, Thank you for your really positive emails about Sean's CFEs Swing. but we're ending them now for the good. What's of going one. on what's going on with Alan's surname there? Well, I, I, Alan is um Alan Block sync you Alan, okay, it's all, it's all in one word. Alan Joy. blocked sink you, Ben, that you had to spend two hours Saturday afternoon <laughs> dismantling only to find it was full of deposits that despite deposit. explicitly telling your wife not to put bacon fat down the plug hole because it would block the drain.
2: <laughs> um, that, that was, me- well, red, Matt. That was very well it read was. Yeah. It was yeah. very, very well It was very difficult. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but what if that wasn't a joke and that's actually his surname? <laughs>
1: I'm write in and complain now. Yeah. Why are um, you laughing yeah. at my surname?
3: Thank you, everyone, for your messages and feedback. You can go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs if you want to leave us feedback or messages next week or whenever you sure, want. Sure,
0: how many times, directly, you, you said that in Life every single day. Why are you laughing at my surname? <laughs> <laughs> like completely.
1: You can his see mind people because... getting bored and confused as he's saying it, but he doesn't want to break midway to go. What?
0: What? What's the What's the fucking funny? You want me to spell it, don't you? <laughs> B L. Yeah,
3: Bravo Lima
0: Oscar. <laughs> There's only one Alan Block sinking in new Bender.
3: And his parents must have, must have spent thousands of years in the football to get a name on the back.
2: Yeah. Just imagine
0: the driving yeah, license or passport. Being signed. Yeah. Ultra wide. Right. Okay. Um, news, James. Let's get on to the news this week. Okay. Um, Thirty-seven minutes in. Go on.
2: I know, and it's ridiculous because I've been kind of dreading this because the the main story <laughs> of this week is the Epic versus Apple thing, and it's just. I mean, it feels like we've been talking about this since time began, and it's just there's I just. Mean, just you you can, can, I haven't
0: Sorry. Uh, I, was I say, haven't you picked can... up on anything since last the last podcast. So I don't know anything that's come out in this
2: past week. I'm sure you're going to have questions and I'm not going to be able to answer them. So here we go. Um,
1: anyway, the beginning. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I was just going go no, to I just gonna say, I'm comfortable if he skims this. I think we can well, just yeah, do the just headlines skim right? it, but It'll If anything blows my
2: mind, then. Well, I'm okay. not, not going to go into detail about what the trial's about because we all know what it's about. It's about the App well, that's Store. The, that's right? not even the interesting bit anymore, is it? No. No. I mean, the other stuff. It started off. I mean, the trial started off with technical difficulties, which I mean, I put this in because oh, it's quite funny that like, someone failed to mute everyone on the conference call, and so apparently there was twenty minutes of people shouting "Free Fortnite" um, for like the whole time, which is <laughs> which is yes. pretty funny but then also some documents were accidentally released to the public that shouldn't have been and then they were like we should reseal them and they were like what's the point you know everyone's read them now it's like you know there's no no need so that was quite funny Yeah, i
0: wonder in comparison how like this court case differs to a lot of others like where you know i'm sure there are slip-ups in normal court cases but then they haven't got you know, millions of nerds looking over everything to do with this case. And then, you know, harvesting data and all this sort of shit. You know what I mean? Trying to get as much info as possible. I wonder if this is worse.
2: Yeah. Okay. Probably, uh, probably, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, the, the the interesting development from last week, there's a couple of interesting developments. One of them was Tim Sweeney describing Fortnite as a metaverse and not a video game. And... He, I mean, this is what he says. He claims it's a phenomenon that transcends gaming. Uh, this is how he describes Fortnite. And, I
1: mean, the reason he's for this... Right, yeah. kind of right, isn't totally he? Yeah,
3: totally legit. But the reason yeah, he's
1: saying the word this... metaverse just bothered me. Go on.
0: I mean, yeah, I know, but fair, fair enough. I mean, if there's one game that you can put in that category, it's probably yeah. Fortnite, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So this appears to be central to part of Epic's argument about why they should be treated differently, like on the App Store as well. <laughs> Because what right. it is, is they're saying that, like, for example, with Netflix, if you download Netflix, like on iOS or whatever, then you can subscribe to that, like, outside the app and there's no problem with that. Like, you can just pay Netflix directly, whereas you can't do that with Fortnite. That, that was the thing that they, was, that they were stopping them from doing. So they're saying that games are treated differently to, like, to other apps. And because Fortnite is not really a game, it's a metaverse, therefore it shouldn't, you know, be restricted to the, have the same sort of restrictions as a game.
0: Well, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that that works. Does it? I mean, you're you're still... Well, I suppose Netflix is... Netflix is a platform. They're seeing Fortnite as a platform, but Fortnite needs a platform to access, but then so does Netflix. So... Hmm. You mean you could just use Netflix
1: in a web browser if you really wanted? You could do, but then, like...
0: I mean, with Fortnite, they're not collecting content from various different places right yeah. so like i'm assuming netflix gets well, away with it because it's more like a retailer that you subscribe to but this this is Does where that make
2: sense well this this is where it becomes more of an issue because so regarding the future of Fortnite, sweeney has said that the long-term evolution of Fortnite will be opening up the system as a platform for creators to distribute uh, work uh, their work to users and then creators will make the majority of the profits so and he's like saying, if Apple then takes thirty percent off the top of all that, it'll make it really hard for Epic and creators to exist. Like you know, for it to actually operate that way. I mean, it sounds really convenient that they just they just have to do <laughs> yeah. planning this. But, but uh, you know. yeah,
0: I mean, it sounds like an idea that they have dropped in there to try and justify that. I mean, maybe maybe they, that was the plan all along. But I'd be massively surprised if they opened it up like that,
4: mm.
0: wouldn't you? What? So it's more like a Roblox than it is a that traditional video game is
3: that what they're saying that
2: yeah that's what it seems to be suggesting that it will become like a it'll become like a platform for yeah you know, for creation like instead
3: it, make, it makes it sense then, to do it give, especially given roblox's success
2: but then how's that any different to stuff like roblox and i mean roblox isn't on ios is it but minecraft is and like minecraft is roblox was on ios i think wasn't was it? it i don't know if it
3: is i can't not. remember but yeah
2: All right but i mean for, minecraft is though and you can argue that that's a platform for people to like distribute stuff and you can you can do that on there it's... And
3: Roblox is on iOS.
2: Okay, there you go. Well, yeah, so it's already on there. <laughs> but... Nice
3: one, James. Well done. Um, I,
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it sits when you become a platform of your own and when you're considered a video game, um, and whether that platform justifies uh, to be treated differently. I mean, and and it's and it's the, the biggest problem is that that's a very strong um, line to cross, isn't it? Because if it just means that you you allow user created content and then you get a bigger cut of the, um, you know, the sales profits or whatever, then people are just going to do that. Every game is going to have some sort of creative sharing thing um, to try and, you know, just tick that box. Well, so I don't, yeah, I don't know where that's. This was the of other ground, issue with
2: this, because one of the other things that was that was asked of epic about this was okay but if you do this for this what does this mean mean for other apps like for stuff that's like productivity and things like that which are also like creation you know based for for, for doing stuff yeah. and epic just said we hadn't thought of that it's like that's that's not we're not we're not expecting with that but then also, well, the there, also was, there was also a debate on how profitable the epic store is and epic admitted that it was like hundreds of millions of dollars short of being profitable, but it's expecting to within the next three or four years was, was, was the, uh, was the expectation. But then also we found out like how Fortnite has generated more than nine billion like dollars in two years, which is, I mean, this is where they got all the money from to like do this court case. Presumably, you know, they could just throw it away because it's, um
3: yeah. and how they can take hundreds of millions of pounds of losses. Yeah. In yeah. their store just to ultimately get the numbers up.
2: Mm-hmm. So then we had some revelations about Xbox, um, where it was revealed that Microsoft have never made any profit on any Xbox hardware, um, which is <laughs> why that is was... that a
0: reveal? I was that was the one headline that I did see banded about, and I thought, well, everyone's been saying that for years, haven't they? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. yeah, but I think what it was was that the original Xbox, when that came out, everyone knew that that's what they were doing. You know, that it was like they were running that as a loss, and then that's yeah. why they killed it as soon as possible because it was just like costing money. I think there was a general perception that the 360 did start to make money on hardware. You know, like after after like console revisions and you know, yeah, exactly. You know, that yeah, sort of that's stuff. yeah I would have for thought towards time. the end of its
0: life it would have, yeah, but apparently not. But, but, so, no, but, then, okay.
2: but then they did make it very clear that it was actually. Yeah, they have made money on Xbox. It's just that it's all come through the software, and it's all come through um, yeah, through services and stuff like that, like through Xbox Live. So that's well, part of the, the argument. But this is what's interesting, because then it came onto this idea of the argument between a single-use device and a multi-use device. And, see, Epic kind of say that they're fine with the 30% cut on consoles... Because these are single-use devices, but it's not okay with them on a multi-use device, you know, like a like a phone or computer or whatever, you know, like that. So, yeah, that that was quite an interesting sort of
1: approach to take. Does because anyone, anyone else feel like they're just pulling this stuff out of their asses?
0: <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> their, their <laughs> argument. I kind of yeah, I kind of see what the argument they're making. Whether I agree with it or not, I don't know. I can kind of see because if Apple were making profit on each phone sale at sale. Um, then they're making money from that and people are not necessarily buying it for video games. Um, so, then, so then you've got a limited audience on a piece of hardware that's making profit for the company anyway. So, you know, people are not... The, the difference between Xbox, PlayStation and an iPhone, for example, in terms of video game sales, is that people are buying, buying consoles to access that store and the content on that store. People are not necessarily buying iPhones to access content on the video game side of the App Store. So, yeah. but surely really should the cut be the same?
1: Well, because <laughs> because it's a non-specialist device. That means like millions and millions of more people have a device that could run Fortnite on it. Yes, and but, exposing... but, what their,
0: but, but what their argument's been from the start is that, yeah. and not again, I don't necessarily agree with it, mm-hmm. but listening, but, but trying to work out what their argument is, their argument would be that Microsoft and Sony are pushing that store, they're putting the work in to make that store, um, you know, flooded with customers, whereas yeah, Apple aren't doing that, but asking for the same money.
1: Right. So yeah. So yeah, Microsoft, or Sony, or Nintendo, are all actually actively trying to create a space for people to buy games, whereas Apple are just, oh, I guess here's. An-. They didn't even want to make an app store initially, did they? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, not really. Until so, they realised they could make I, a lot of money off it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't. I don't
0: necessarily agree with the argument. Like, I I, I can't agree with the argument because I don't know the ins and outs of it all. But what mm. I will say is that I do kind of understand the argument. What yeah. they're trying to make there.
2: I mean, also we had like a couple of little other bits came out, which was the Epic. It was Epic, like push. Well, probably other people as well, but they pushed Microsoft to end subscriptions for free to play games. I mean, obviously because that mm-hmm. benefits them with Fortnite. And then, but the other thing that was interesting was that this whole thing it attracted information, like, sort of, sort not information, like sort of interest from the from the like the judge over privacy and user data, because one of the things that Epic were pushing for is, like, saying that there needs to be less friction um, for people purchasing, like making purchasing, like buying V-Bucks and everything. And the judge was like, well, hang on, you're selling this stuff to kids, like, a lot as well. And you're also, like, harvesting, like, user data and everything. Shouldn't there be more friction, actually? Like, shouldn't you make it, should it be so easy for people to, like, spend all this money? So that, that was an interesting yeah. sort of little... Um, sort of aside from that but then also uh we had uh, i love
0: it i'd love it if the judge did do that though it like i know you're paraphrasing but imagine mm-hmm. the judge going well hold on <laughs> Like, instead oh, no, just, like hang second. on a minute <laughs> me, come here come up to my big like platform bit look up at me are <laughs> oh, you doing that you cheeky little shits <laughs> i love that and then,
3: and then also high fives on the way back
0: get back out there you little scamp winking over at Tim Apple and going
2: there you go I've got your back (laughs) (laughs) the the last thing we had was that um, so Epic also offered Sony money uh, for PlayStation exclusives to be on like the Epic Game Store so you know stuff like, like Horizon Zero Dawn and things like that to move you know they they offered them a lot a lot of cash for that. Apparently they offered Microsoft as well, but it didn't happen because of Game Pass PC because it's like obviously they're running a rival store, so it wouldn't right. really. Also, Microsoft's
3: really... like we haven't got any exclusives. Twenty million, yeah, <laughs> you know, really? yeah, yeah, give it twenty million. Yeah. Would, for... would you you if we some
2: three? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: minesweeper.
0: <laughs> Even if we had some, we wouldn't give them to you. But but no, you've got we wouldn't give them to you anyway. So. You haven't got any to give us. We've no, we got we we loads.
3: We've got loads, baby. We're just not releasing one in the console. Don't need to. <laughs> do Don't need to, need to, to one watch console. the launch
0: trailer, baby. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, so that's,
2: I mean, that's really the main things that I wanted to yeah, go over with that because, um, yeah, the other stuff there's not really so much I think that's particularly interesting. But yeah, there's a couple of things there, I think.
3: Yeah, the whole thing's been cool. fascinating. Uh, d- just for this ex- these extra kind of bits of bits of information we're getting from the other people, not necessarily the whole Epic and Apple thing, but seeing like PlayStation, Xbox emails and stuff is still a bit oh, okay. Like uh, one of the other emails, I think um, uh, 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 someone emailed Tim Cook and said, "Oh, this Tim Sweeney guy is going to want to come on stage at an Apple event," and he's like, "Who?" <laughs> he's
2: like, Tim Sweeney from
3: Epic. Yeah, <laughs> this stuff.
2: So, also Sony are facing a lawsuit over the PlayStation Store because um, of exclusivity. And so, what it is is this is a class action lawsuit that's being put together um, because they're accused of operating a monopoly by only allowing digital games to be bought um, through its online store. So, this you remember like a couple of was it was it a couple of yeah. years ago now when
0: they got rid of the codes? Uh- yeah, yeah.
2: And so yeah. now there's, like, a car sectional suit saying you can't do that. You know, you should be able to um, buy them uh, from elsewhere. Yeah, you know, that should be how it works. How does that work on PC, though? Because you can't do
1: that with Steam, can you, for example? Like, can you buy codes? You can buy Are Steam it, keys, I know, can't you? can. You? Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. Buy, you can buy Steam keys, can't you? Yeah, uh, yeah my understanding is, um, going back a few years now, my understanding is if you're the developer or publisher of a Steam game, um, Steam will just generate codes for you. They just ask you how many you want. And then they're there for you to sell or give away or, or whatever you want. Like they're they're not bothered. Um, so I I, mean, I don't know how it works on other platforms. You would hope it would be the same. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure someone told me that like Switch uh, game codes like you have to pay Nintendo for them. Um, but I don't know how much. So,
2: but you can no, buy weird. you can buy codes for Nintendo games like. You can still do that. I think it is.
0: Can you still do that? Because I thought they they stopped that about a year ago. I'm sure yeah, you can still that do it that. Was only for about it a week,
1: it. wasn't it? And then they just sort of mysteriously reappeared. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know if they officially
2: reneged on it or what. But I mean, this it is daft, like doing this. And I, I mean, I hope this mm. succeeds because it is, especially like if you've got a digital only console, it is terrible. Like the fact that you can't sort of get them from anywhere else. It's um, mm. it's kind of ridiculous,
0: especially when it's seventy quid.
2: Yeah. A... <laughs> Okay, uh, next story is that um, a load of people have left Giant Brom. Um, Yeah, so Alex Navarro, uh, Vincent Caravella and uh, Brad Schumacher have all gone. Uh, Well, they're they're leaving on the um, 7th of May, which has already happened now, so they're gone.
3: Yeah, it was Friday they they went.
2: Yeah. Uh, do Do you want the quote about this? Yeah, yeah. So this was from Jeff Gersman, he said I've spent a lot of last year thinking about what's next for Giant Bomb and most of those roads lead to a full on rethink of what it means to be a website about video games in 2021 Whilst I certainly would have loved to solve these challenges with my long term friends and co-workers by my side, it just wasn't meant to be I wish Vinny, Alex and Brad the best Uh, Meanwhile we have a pretty exciting opportunity to broaden our horizons, rethink every facet of our operation and get to a place where we are truly able to build that bomb all over again or die, die trying
0: Mm. Yeah, the, um, I was
3: gutted when I heard this news.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I'd fallen out of love with the podcast. I was only really ever into the podcast. I didn't get into their video stuff. I didn't subscribe to their um premium channel or anything. Um, and I sort of fell out of love with their podcast a while back. I haven't been listening as in, intensely as I had been in the past. um But still, you know, they they were. It, it was a. They sort of picked up where the one up lot left off you know what i mean i don't don't get me wrong i don't think they ever got to that height personally i'm speaking you know because that for me the one-up era was incredible um but still man it was you know it really does suck for the community um that that supports because they had a, a a ridiculous amount of followers um and uh yeah it sucks that the community's now not got that um it'd be interesting to see what the future holds but uh, i think you know they sold up a couple of times well they sold up once but then the parent company sold up um so there was inevitably going to be changes and stuff so it'd be interesting to see what comes of this uh but i i, th- I think the, the 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 thing that is upsetting really is that it was the independent website you know it was it was literally set up on the back to try and take on um the, the, the back of the fallout of GameSpot at the time um, if you don't know the story, definitely look into it, because it's a really interesting one. Um, it all revolves around, uh, what was the review? Was it in Assassin's Creed? It was Kane
2: and Lynch. No, it was Kane and yeah. Lynch. Kane and Lynch.
0: It was the Kane and Lynch review, yeah, on GameSpot. I won't go into it, but you can you can read up on it. Um, and and it was literally a fight back to all those big websites um, for various different reasons, and they succeeded beyond belief, really. Um so it is sad to see the website go. And it was sad hearing the podcast recently. Um, um, and it's terrible for some of the community. Uh, but but you know, it this this stuff happens and hopefully something new, fresh and interesting comes from it, you know.
1: Yeah, and you know, and hopefully this happens to us one day we get bought up. And then we give <laughs> Oh, I love that. would <laughs> love that? I'd love that. You know what I mean?
0: If a massive website came in for us and offered us a ridiculous amount of money, that'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: It actually yeah. would. That's the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: you'd, you'd have uh, a few I'll of our Jeff listeners going,
0: "Fucking sellouts!" So we'll <laughs> and go, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah.
3: And yep. uh, no, I'll be a kid I'll at Jeff Gersman and stay on with my new owners. I don't know whoever it is, and, and <laughs> so you guys go. Everyone say, "Look, TCS is dead. It's dead." And I'm like, "No, it's still, I'm, I'm building something new here." You been like, forward into a, new a bold room. new era.
1: Yeah. Tim Stevens I with Engadget. The, the first, that,
3: the,
0: the, the. what's that?
2: There was that. Yeah, what, what was that? Do you remember there was with with Engadget when that happened? Like everyone left, and then there was just oh, yeah, just was just Tim Stevens too. there left, and he just yeah. tried to keep it going. It was yeah, that was that was sad.
3: Oh, Engadget, that was great back in the day. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, Dave.
0: Yeah, it's just imagine like all of a sudden we announce that we've been um uh <laughs> we've been bought out and, and it's like <laughs> the first show we go we come in we've been bought out by some big company, um and it will be like Oh, uh, hello, welcome to the computer game show. Just to let you know you've all seen the news. Yes, we've got new owners, we've sold Sold the podcast, but, you know, nothing's going to change around here. Absolutely nothing. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray, Sean Bell, and Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello there. I'm looking forward to talking about video games with you people. Gary, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fortnite. Gary, you doing the news? Yes, I've got some plenty of news here. What do you need to know? Yeah. Uh, can, can we have the percentage on that? 76%. Fuck!
1: (laughs) I want to to be like right. We're going to start our episode as we do every week by thanking the uh, Full Nels patrons: Mark Zuckerberg, Full Nels, (laughs) Bill Gates, Full Nels,
0: Major Nelson, Full Nels, Fucking Nels. Do you know what, Sean? I've
3: really yeah. changed my mind on that. Halo Infinite demo. <laughs> <But> I, <really laughs> actually, I thought it
0: was really good. Uh,
1: good graphics. Good graphics.
3: Yeah, I, I was. Um, I was really kind of shocked and, and and definitely sad. Like when I heard this. I mean, although obviously in a days since it, it, it's not over. I mean, Giant Bomb is still carrying on. It's just that uh, obviously three, ma- three massive parts of the of Giant bombers we know are going. But you know, there'll be a bombcast this week will be, you know, it's it, uh, Jeff and you know Jan and other people are trying to keep it going, but for all intents and purposes, it feels like okay, this is just
0: it, this is it. It and does feel Brad... a little bit like what happened at video game, though, right? Yeah,
1: Do you know what I mean, you, could, yeah, what, you like, yeah. launch their own thing the,
0: when the big names went off and did their yeah. own thing, and then it was like a video game is still going, guys. And you know, no disrespect to the people that worked on it afterwards, because. They, you know, they tried everything they could to keep going, and it was there's no one that could have taken that website forward from where it where it had left off after mm. the, the you know the major um, names left that website, you know. So it's literally no disrespect for the people that worked on it, but when you have such an established lineup, absolutely decimated like that, it's pretty much impossible to bring it back um, because people will be against it no matter what you do.
1: And it's it's so, weird, yeah. like, I, you know, so I've, I've never been a, a giant bomb guy. I mean, obviously, as you say, a lot of respect for them for what they they achieved. And obviously, everyone I know, or like people who listen to this show or other podcasts that I've done, there's like loads of people are big fans of it. But you just sort of hope that they haven't fallen out, at least. I don't there's think not they have. The way, no. bit, nah, the way they've been
3: talking to each other, and they, yeah. I really don't think there's any of that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, this is my theory. My theory is obviously like Jeff's got a second kid on the way. You know, I imagine I'm, I'm guessing something maybe, you know, it just makes sense to stay to see what the plan is for a few months and maybe like, I don't know, health insurance or whatever you get. It's like a benefit of, you know, working as a big company. Yeah. And, and then we'll see what Vinny, Alex, and Brad end up setting up. I would be very surprised if there's not some compatriot. Although they did say actually on the last, um, the last podcast, they're like, um, Obviously if you don't if, if you could set up your own thing, it's more costly initially, but you're not you know, you're you're not paying fees to another platform. So who knows? But I'd be very surprised if they don't set something up maybe All on right, Pat, okay. Patreon. Okay, let me tell
0: you something, Matt. Whatever you whatever you think it is, it's definitely not that. Like do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> this I've said this I've said this about radio and podcasting for years. The the problem with radio and podcasting and also the benefits of it is that listeners feel it's way more personal. You know, this medium is way more personal than than pretty much any other medium out there, and um, and it's easy to fill in gaps. Like, there's people out there that will be, you know, thinking there's tension between certain people on this show, and there isn't, or that certain people on this show are best friends and they're not. <laughs> so you know, it's it's easy to sort of build up in your mind what's going on, what's um, and you'll have a theory. Everyone will have a theory. I've got a theory, but. The, chances are that you're probably wrong and let's see what comes of it really it'd be interesting to see if
3: anything comes of it but maybe, yeah, maybe ex- they mean, were just bored of all end up doing stuff together so i'm excited to see whatever happens next right like, obviously it, but look, no, I, I just find it i there's no no way i mean I, I, even forgetting Jeff for a minute, there's no way what brad alex and vinny are just gonna like stop doing gaming stuff after they've done it for years so they're gonna want to do something and and they said in other things i've read last week you know they want to it's exciting to build something new up again and have that excitement of starting fresh so well i'm with you that's
0: my theory as well that's my theory as well but this is based on just the you know the time that i've listened to them which in the greater schemes of things is barely anything compared to what their life is to make any sort of judgment on what they're planning next i think it's
3: um but it was it was amazing seeing the outpouring of kind of support slash grief and all like you know people there's amazing twitter thread of all like you know loads of really fantastic clips and stuff yeah it was great it was amazing seeing that and uh, yeah it's sad but i'm excited to see what happens next for them you lot better do this for us when we're done
0: i'm telling you (laughs) i want to see twitter threads of clips and stuff you better you know be prepared for when we're done i want to see this on the same scale
3: but for less, you Yeah, know, everyone people. should prepare <laughs> now, really. You know, just... Yeah, start working yeah, on it. Prepare, start like, definitely it. in the next, like, three, three or four weeks, prepare, if I were you. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were <laughs> making the announcement. That's the end of this. Shh. No, 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 no. Okay, we, no. We delayed it. I didn't get the, uh, ah, the, pa- okay. the ad in the paper. <laughs> we're delaying it a bit. I Still hate bored. James Farley.
0: Right, Fuck. okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no, James. I, I don't really. I just wanted people to think that it was real and build up in their mind that there's some sort of rift between us. There but is. We,
2: we, we all know the truth. Yeah.
0: So. Oh, we do. We, oh, do. we do.
2: Anyway, can I, can I do the next story now? Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> Actually, Gary's doing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there were some problems with Returnal, wasn't there, Um, last week uh, with the oh, patch? Yeah. Oh, it was there. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Like, I
0: don't know whether to feel sorry for them or get angry with them. So for those of you, can I take over this story, James? Go, go for you it, don't yeah. don't care, do you? Well, not really, no. <laughs> yeah, for those, of you, yeah <laughs> for those of you that, you know, don't. Um, Return was really hard, man, and we'll go into that later. But it really is sort of, for me at least, I think very comparable to Dark Souls where, you know, you're banging your head against the wall for a bit and then you make a breakthrough and you feel brilliant and then you find another wall to bang your head against. Um, and it's a, t- it's a tough old game. Um, And the first patch that they released for it, that they announced, they said it's being released. They said there's no saves in it, as we've mentioned before, so you can't save mid-run. So literally they were saying, look, just make sure you've completed your run before... 2 p.m. <laughs> later today because if you don't it will the game will just reset and you'll have to start that run all over again um which is a problem in itself i mean how they didn't realize that this was a, a ridiculous issue with the game is beyond me but um so the patch launched and then it took about i think it was four or five hours after the patch launched um that they realized that it was deleting people's saves like completely corrupting them um and people were finding ways of pulling their um auto backups off of the PSN cloud but you know they'd be losing 2 to 3 hours of gameplay um and some people realized that actually their their saves weren't backed up to the cloud and it was impossible to get their um their save back so they pulled the update they told everyone to delete the app <laughs> Delete the game and reinstall it. I mean, how you're supposed to know all this stuff without following them on uh, on Twitter? You know, if you if you don't constantly check news websites, you definitely wouldn't have picked up on this. Um, you yeah, had to delete the game, reinstall it, and they've rolled it back to the previous version. Um, and then uh, and they said, if you're not deleting the game, do not launch the game because that might um, that might corrupt your save. Uh, and then they released another patch um about 12 hours later after pulling it maybe a little bit longer um and people were going well hopefully that will reverse the issue and our saves will be back nope they put out blog posts that said look if you've got no save on your thing now then yeah you're gonna have to start again and the thought of doing that again is just horrible it's just i said to sean it's a little bit like getting to Sens fortress uh, or getting to Anna Londo in Dark Souls and then having to start again. Like that is soul crushing. It's soul crushing. I mean, is it not um,
1: I, I know I asked this on WhatsApp, but for everyone else's benefit, like with with it being a roguelike, roguelike to whatever, um, is it not the case that you could actually make up your progress pretty quickly again? Or is it yeah, very a much lot like you'd, like you'd be like, Dark Souls so, though, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So with Dark Souls, a lot of it's learning it. Um, and I right. feel with this game, a lot of it is learning as well. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do think you can make up that. But the boss fights are still pretty tricky, especially if you have a bad run mm-hmm. um, leading up to them. You know, they're, they're still pretty tricky. So to feel that you've got to go through that again. I don't know. I'd be interested to start it again. Um, and, you know, maybe that's something I'll try to see, get some idea of how much you are actually legitimately just learning the game and how much there's some background stuff helping you out. Mm. Um but but yeah, I mean just the thought of going through the bosses again, especially if you're into the later areas, um it it must have just been I mean I saw people on there how true how true these posts were, but I saw people replying saying, I'm literally about to get the platinum trophy. I've completed the whole game, I'm just about to get the platinum trophy and now I've got to start again. Um that's terrible. Yeah, it's but I mean I but but then I feel like I feel Angry at one point is like, how did you not pick up on this? Like, Mm -hmm. this is a major error that you've patched into the game. But then I do feel bad. I can't imagine what it was like at that studio after it launched. Yeah, Jesus Like, I cannot imagine it. Like, people just, like, going, oh, my, this is the worst thing that could have happened.
1: Because we've all all sent off a bit of work and then realised there's a mistake in it, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And you feel
1: fucking sick.
0: Yeah, I said, hey, Chris... I has said, hey Chris, but I accidentally put a T at the end of it um, <laughs> to a very important person.
2: Hi hey Christ.
1: That's it, and that, can be, you know, that can be a grand total of like five recipients and you're still like fucking hell, I'm such a fucking idiot. Yep. And so also it's
2: not going to delete all of their work as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Accidentally send your
2: boss a virus. Yeah. But anyway, the new patch has come out and is, fixed, is fixing the same problems and also the save game issues, so that's yeah, it's it that, the same problems, right, but it's and...
0: also done some whacked out shit as well. Oh, really? Like, um, yeah, like, they've removed the option to heal back at the ship. I don't know this 100%. No, no, no,
3: you can only heal once now. Oh, could you do that multiple times before? Yeah. Oh, I okay. didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, that makes sense. Are you sure? Because I've seen people complaining that they can't heal back at the ship now, and it's made it harder.
3: No, you... you um, well... I'm sure I've read it. Basically, you can do it once, whereas people you can go back multiple times before. Fuck, I didn't know you could go back multiple times. That would have helped me a lot. In the, yeah, uh, I did that a couple of times. Yeah, oh, that was, okay. Actually, although it is, uh, what I thought was weird is that you go back to the ship and you like, sleep. But I, have to, I had to do it multiple times. I thought I'd just sleep once and I'd be fully healed. So maybe that's something the they've also fixed as well. Oh, but... right,
0: Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. fully heal you anymore. I don't know, but they've they've tweaked things that seemingly look like it was a little bit of help and they've removed that. Even though the game is ridiculously difficult in places. Um, yeah, okay, but we'll get onto that. Okay. Uh, so a big fuck up by Returnal, but hopefully hopefully that's uh, back on its feet now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh next story is that all my worst fears have come to pass and the Echoes series has now become a turn-based RPG uh in the future. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. I, I thought, uh, yeah, there's no way. Like, Like a Dragon is going to be the turn-based one. They are all stay as they are. There's no way are going to change them. I read this, because I think even was it last week on the show, or maybe just privately, James, I said, there's no way they're all going to be turn-based. There's yeah. no way. that they mm. are. It's happened. Yeah, they- It just
1: seems weird to create judgment, a, a substantial spin-off, but make that the same and then change the mainline series. Yes. Yeah, it's is a is weird odd, decision. I can see why they've done it. Like there's there's a lot okay. Why?
2: Okay, let me explain. One of the reasons they've done this I okay, they can argue they've done this because for character reasons, because they're obviously mm-hmm. continuing with the current characters they got from Like a yeah. Dragon. And there is a logic. Although to- that doesn't
0: quite work, because why is that what's the character doing that? Makes it turn based.
2: Well, that, I can explain that. That's that's one of the yeah, things. Go on, explain so,
0: that, and, I'll, and then I can bat it back. Go on explain Well, no, I'm it.
2: sure I'm sure you can, but you've never played any of the games, Dave. So you no, this. I know.
0: But listen, just it don't, I don't need to to make this comment. So the reason they've made it turn based is because of the character.
2: No, that's because one, no, no. They were, they obviously the reason they made it turn based is because they wanted to mix things up, but then also because turn based RPGs are incredibly popular in Japan, and that's one of the reasons why they wanted to. So I think reason, recapture yeah. it. That's that's the main reason. In in game terms, they can also argue it. It's because the main character is not as strong as Kiryu, and therefore, you know, he has to fight with the team. And also, I mean, the other thing of that is that when okay. he gets when he gets into the battles, he's he's like a Dragon's Quest obsessive. So he's supposed to be imagining, you know, this battle being, you know, like a Dragon's Quest or whatever that that's the the in-game i mean that's nonsense obviously the main reason is because the argument against
0: that would be we'll let him be into another game then yeah (laughs) let him be into a fighting game instead of a a, that's not not, like the main reason
2: is because it's it's to make it more Popular in Japan, I guess, is really is the is the that's the main sort of thing from but that. But is it
0: what is it not that popular in Japan
2: then? Not not as popular as like other like RPG series, really. I mean, it's I think it's I don't know. Like, I, is the honest answer to that I don't know. I know it's popular in the sense that everyone knows what it is, and it's like you know it has like, good sales and stuff like that. But I think they're probably looking. See, the other thing is is we had six we had six games of. um, of like you know of, of like the, the brawler style um that we we had with, with the earlier ones and then also judgment also has done the same thing and i think this was an attempt to try and say okay we're, we are going to try and do something different with this and i think they feel it's worked and that's why they're continuing with this which
0: that's what that, that's what could, that's the thing though isn't it right like that's as going back to matt's point you'd think that either judgment or like a dragon would be the turn-based stuff. Yeah. And the main mm. series would stay as it is, because, you know, it is a popular series, mm-hmm. not the other way round. Like, yeah. that is, oh, that's a weird direction to take it. I can't think of another major um, series of video games like that that's suddenly gone, Now we're a different genre completely now. <laughs>
2: yeah. it is It is strange, and, I mean... It must have worked for them. <laughs> Welcome
0: to FIFA 2022, 2022. That's right, we're an ice hockey game now. <laughs>
3: Fuck you. <laughs> we're turn-based ice hockey. As I said, <laughs> yeah.
2: it, it must have worked for them because otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Like they wouldn't be cont- in terms of it's worked for them in terms of sales. Like they must have done. It must have done very well. So that's why they they continue with this.
0: Everyone loves that money, don't they? They yeah. love that money stuff, don't they? But
2: they love it. At least with, I mean, last judgment. Sorry, lost judgment is is um is coming. So this is like the sequel to um to judgment, which is coming out on the twenty fourth of September. That that was like teased, and then like we've seen trailers for it, and that's gonna continue with the like the brawler style. So that's good. But then, like you said, it still feels weird because that character it never kind of felt right that he he was fighting like that anyway because he was a lawyer. So it's just it doesn't make any sense at all. But that's that's what they're doing. They're they're continuing this way. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I guess. But I don't know. I'm still. How pissed off are you? I'm um, quite disappointed. I mean, we had uh, we, we had the loss of Hot House, and now we've had this. It's been <laughs> how,
0: how many more of these Yakuza games could you really play, though, James? What like do you mean?
2: seriously. That's that's a ridiculous question. He's going to play it's, them all. It doesn't he's starting it's a completely now? completely so ridiculous finished. question. It's like how many no, go no, but it's a ridiculous question because it's like that's like saying like how
1: many books could you read? You know, it's like it, there's always new stories. Well, no, 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 it no it it's not. <laughs> it <laughs> no, is. There's always not. there's
2: always new stories. There's always new things that
1: you no, could can... it's like saying how many books by this one author in this particular series could you read? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. if they if they continue to be good, you keep reading them.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. But the combat is quite similar as they go along. And, it, you know, the story is one part of those games. Mm-hmm. But there's also the running around the streets and, you know, doing very similar combat in every game or whatever. Like, how long could that hold your attention for?
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still didn't get bored with it from six of the mainline games, although I have still haven't played five. I, I wasn't bored of it by that stage. The, the turn-based stuff, uh, I, I was bored with it pretty early on which is which is a problem which is why i'm hoping that judgment will continue to be continue to be good so yeah it is it is difficult because i as i said i the thing i love about those games is it's not just the combat it's also the environments that you're in it's you know the story and all that kind of thing the characters and that's the stuff that i really really care about a lot and it's just like a fly in the ointment like to have to play it turn-based because i just don't enjoy that style of game very much um okay. but then it can work i mean i, I as i said before, I didn't. In, you know, I, I love Persona games, and but that the reason I love those is because you can kind of ignore the you know the combat if you want to. You just put it on easy, and then it's it's easy, and you just play it for the story and stuff. Uh, whereas with with Yakuza, you couldn't do that really because you still had to sort of put effort into it because there's no difficulty settings or anything, which is a shame. But yeah, mad.
1: I sort of know okay. how you feel because I remember when Fantasy Star Online Volume Three was announced, and they're like, ah. It's a card game, yeah, <laughs> for no reason. Um, so as far as I'm aware, that absolutely tanked, and they never did it again. So that's something at least. It was a deck builder, wasn't it? Because I remember seeing that yeah. and just being because yeah. I really liked uh,
2: Volume, you know, Volume Two. Volume Two, I played a lot on yeah, the yeah. Um, on the on the. Uh, I think I played. Was it? It was on Dreamcast, wasn't GameCube. it? Uh, it was on Dreamcast. It was on GameCube as well. Yeah. I played it on Dreamcast the most,
1: and uh, then I remember, yeah, seeing the uh, yeah the card and I was like, oh, "It's a card Which, game. And, and you know, years later, I would I would get into card games, but still zero interest in playing a card game on it. Like uh, you know, of a series that I really enjoyed as an action RPG, and plus, like the idea of playing a card game that you have to play on the telly just doesn't Hang really on appeal. Also, eh?
2: you could kind of say like Fantasy 9 was kind of like a roguelike, wasn't it? in the sense of like randomly nah. generated come on, ran- randomly generated levels they were randomly generated each time they were a bit yeah, yeah. and it's a deck yeah, builder right. they were ahead of their time
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so you didn't, really did start from the beginning again every time did you? the whole point was that you were getting more and more loot you'd start
1: the area again every yeah. time you couldn't yeah, just yeah but like... then
0: that's like destiny yeah, destiny's true. not roguelike really.
1: Could you craft things? Uh, to be things? fair, there's, uh, I've realised, I've just said all this, there's probably loads of, like, original Fantasy Star fans kicking off saying, well, we never wanted it to be a fucking online RPG, you cunt. <laughs> <So, laughs> fair enough. There's
0: not. There's not, Sean. is not one <laughs> of those people listening to this. <laughs> okay,
2: Okay, uh, next story is that there's something called Game Builder Garage um, is coming from Nintendo, and it's a game-making tool, and it's, it's coming out in the eShop on the 11th of June it's basically a selection of tools for making games be- built around these like seven lessons where they teach you how to make specific games in specific genres. Okay. And it works by drawing lines between functions on the like on the on the controller and objects so you can like make them do things like you know, go left and right and uh, you know jump and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. what's interesting about this is you see this I thought looked brilliant. I thought this looked really interesting. Um the yep. big problem obviously is okay Can you share any of this stuff? Like online, probably not. You can actually. It's Ooh, uh, it's uh, yeah. Ooh. This is the thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they've. You can share online, but in They're the most limited. Nintendo way possible. Um, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is that you get you have a game ID. So if you've you created you something, mail,
0: you're, you got mail. You switch to someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll probably in the post office.
2: So you get for something you created. It seems that you get a game ID that you can then share with people. So then they just probably just type in a code or whatever, and then it will it will do it. And you also have a programmer ID as well, so you can share. Like, so presumably, I think people maybe can follow you or whatever. I mean, that that's the only reason okay. I could think of for having a programmer ID. But then they're leaving it. It seems to people to figure out how to share that stuff. So that's going to just be. Um, there's going to be websites spring up, isn't there, that are going to like have big. Yeah, their, they're yeah, not going to want to
0: do one where you can just like freely access things. Absolutely because- not.
2: Because it's it's yeah. all user created content as well. Like there's there's like a you know paint program in there and all that kind of I'm thing. I just mean, draw your own. There's gonna be, be like knobs and, and stuff like yeah. that. It's gonna be. It's going to be so you know what
0: worried me the most about this, right? I watched the trailer and I thought something's up here. Like because it showed <laughs> the interface and you were like, oh, this looks really simple. This is gonna be great. It's really simple to use. It looks really good. It was like a button, draw a line to jump. B button, draw a line to shoot. You know, and then it showed the games you can make with it. And I was like, "Well, these are completely different genres, and what? Well, yeah. Where's all this stuff coming from? You ain't you know, a button. A button, draw a line to rogue-like shooter. <laughs>
1: like it's like it's, <laughs> well, this is it, it isn't, isn't it? Weird. And this is, you know, like dreams is incredible. Like what it does is is amazing. But game development is never not going to be hard. Like it's yeah. just too complicated. Yeah. yeah. Unless, yeah. Either you, it's, either, you know, it's either complicated or you're just massively restricted in terms of what you can create within it. Like that's the only way you're yeah. ever gonna make it easy, is it's just gonna be, well, what type of 2D platform do you wanna make? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I, then, as I, you say, I clearly this is capable of yeah. more. So it's it's going to be still gonna end up being difficult. I think the interface looks really cool and I think it's a very smart way of breaking it down for people who obviously don't want to learn programming um, or or whatever. Um, But yeah, like if you want to create something really substantial, it's still going to take a lot of work because there's no way for it to not do that. I mean,
2: definitely what will happen is a lot of people will buy this. It's like with all these things, a lot of people will buy it and it, not many people will actually use it like to the extent yeah. that you probably can. But we will see some really cool, interesting stuff that will come out of it as well. I
3: like, don't think we will.
2: You don't think
0: so? I don't think we will. No? No. no. When a t- yeah, right. Take dreams, yeah? You think about how many people have worked on stuff in dreams. How many cool things came out of that?
2: No, there has there has been stuff that people have shared, like you know, like but it's Go mostly on, been then. like tech demo stuff and things like that. Exactly. Not really like game, yeah, like not games of exactly.
3: Stuff. Mm. There's not there's no, there's probably loads of weirds not seeing X-wing, not on, part then. of that community. Find it, I, I I guarantee it's not there. I mean, honestly, no, <laughs> <I don't know, laughs> if, no, if you I
1: want mean, to like... get into Dream stuff, like so, I I haven't delved into it properly still. Like, I've got the game, and I've just not had. Chance and because it is quite a daunting thing to get into. But if you follow Jen Simpkins on Twitter, so she used to be editor of Edge, she now works at Media Molecule. She is constantly retweeting and highlighting cool stuff that people are making in Dreams, and a lo- lot of it does look genuinely really cool. Yeah, there was yeah, um, when, I, when I played it on stream. It there was cool, a lot of good stuff.
0: De- oh, there was also a lot of Peter Griffin falling down. <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course, there <laughs> was. But then
2: you do occasionally come across stuff. I mean, I got recommended like loads of stuff. You know, that was yeah, that, was, know, really, that it, was really that was really fun.
0: It is. It's not that. Come on. It's not substantial enough to make you go... Like, what I'm saying is that the only time I've ever... Personally, the only time I've ever played one of the user, user-created things that have worked and made sense was Mario Maker. And even mm. even that had its limits of, okay, I'm done playing these wacky Mario levels and I just want to play a normal game now. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never sat there and gone, fucking hell, the amount of stuff you can play on that. Like, you know, it's always been one or two cool things, but the the real entertainment lasts about half an hour. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, and I should say, like, so... Yeah, like, with Dreams, you know, I, I played the beta for a bit and I wasn't really impressed by anything I'd seen at that point. And that, and that includes stuff by the devs. Like, there's, there was stuff that was, like, perfectly serviceable. Like, oh, here's a little, you know, like a 3D platform or whatever. And I was like, yeah, this is really impressive for what, you know, for what the framework within you that it's been made in, but it's, is it better than a Mario? No.
0: No. And it doesn't need to be better than a Mario. Like we're we're not, we're not going crazy here, but what we're saying is that, is it substantial enough to worth like to put you? I mean, there's only so much, oh, that's clever, that can hold my attention personally. Mm. You know, oh, that's interesting how they've done that. That lasts about
3: half an hour to an hour. And then I'm like, (laughs) why am I not playing a game? Yeah. I, mean? I said less about the creation and more, you know, getting getting loads of into programming yeah, and definitely. maybe you know, that's, get, that's, getting that's young the exciting kids into portion it. of it. A hundred percent. If it's simple yeah. enough
0: for Harry to muck about with and show an interest in, then yeah. that's the exciting. Yeah, I showed
3: Eddie the trailer and she thought it looked great, so I'm really excited oh, to cool. give it a go. Hmm. It I just, just needs to hit that sweet, sweet okay. spot, though, doesn't it? it
0: can't be too complicated it's got to slowly introduce them into it and you know Mm. hopefully it does that Um, so yeah that's the exciting part of this game
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I should just say if there are any Dreams fans listening who are incredibly pissed off about everything we've just said send us some recommendations I would genuinely um, like to just spend an evening going through some cool (laughs) stuff it sounds like your challenge (laughs) that's a challenge if if you're genuinely pissed
0: off of it send me some recommendations then come on let's see it let's (laughs) see it
1: Um, no, I would genuinely <laughs> like to. So that was... <laughs> the big, the yeah. biggest problem that
2: I always had with dreams was because occasionally I still like boot up to have see what what there is, but mm-hmm. I still feel the discoverability is not great on it. It's yeah. it's um it's quite difficult you know, to find stuff. Um. Anyway, uh, the last story I've got, I've got a Stadia story. Hey, um, the last one still going? Is it? What do you think? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we've had a couple of things happen last week. I mean, the head of Sadia's head of products, uh, John Justice, which is the most amazing name ever. John Uh, Justice. He's left. Uh, He's gone. How's he
1: not got his own TV show? (laughs) John Justice. (laughs) Yeah, he's
0: left to become a lawyer. Surely, like that's it. Yeah, he followed the Apple
3: case.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he's left, and then also a further six (laughs) men. I've
0: never laughter just like just tr- stop
2: <laughs> God,
0: sorry
2: so he's left and then a further six members of staff have also left uh, for new roles at Haven Studios which is the one that was set up by Jade Raymond also former studio V uh, Stadia VP and uh, yeah so they've gone to join her to work on whatever PlayStation game it is that they're working on um, but Interesting.
0: yeah yeah right.
2: very exciting
0: You've got to be pretty pissed off if you really did buy into that system. Isn't it?
2: I don't think so, Dave, because every time I read anybody, if if you ever say anything about it, they keep telling me that it works. It definitely works. Yeah, I've heard it works <laughs> and a lot. It yeah. definitely works, and it's it's brilliant um, because it works. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, is that it? Yeah, that's all i got.
0: Okay, an hour and a half into the show, what you've been playing, I will quickly give you an update on my time with returnal i have uh, i'm two bosses down now um first boss really difficult managed to get through it brilliant second second area is wild completely different to the first area really exciting some great some of the beautiful visuals from the enemies and yeah everything i, lo- I loved about that area and then uh i smashed the boss on the second try um, oh, did well, you? happy okay. with myself, yeah. So you found a lot easier than the first one. How many, how um, many goes
3: to the first one take you?
0: Oh, I don't know. No, the first one. Uh, to be fair, actually, the first proper goes at that boss. But it was probably about five.
3: Yeah, I'm so, I was probably about same four, or five. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. It
0: wasn't too yeah. bad. A lot of the time, a lot of my time was spent just dying in the. Biome. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, but then that was the majority of that was trying to just like work out what everything was, you know, and testing
3: stuff out and seeing what I could do. Um, the only reason I really got through that one I did when I, when I did beat them is because I had uh, one of the astronaut dudes and I had um, another uh, another parasite that allowed me to to come back if I had like a shred of hell. So, thanks to yeah, yeah. them, I got through it.
0: So, so, um, so yeah, so I got through that one. Second one, yeah, way easier. The first time I got halfway down to the, the first time of phase, I got halfway down to the last phase. So I was like, okay, right, you know, I know I, it's very beatable. Uh, and then I had a decent run up to, um, up to the boss the second time got through got to the third biome and it is fucking ridiculous like it is kicking my ass and i'm wondering how much patience i've got for it like because i said to myself i'm not playing a souls game again but the feeling that i'm getting from this third area is uh, like you know hitting analondo for the third time where i'm just kind of like i can't even see where i'm getting killed from let alone and it's like two hits and i'm dead um so I, you know i might do another stream because i've found streams are the best way to get advice on that game it's been great so when i've got to the point where i'm like really hitting a wall I've done a stream i did a lunchtime stream last week and someone was like do you not know how to get the loot boxes behind the big um gates you know the stone gates you come across what
3: you didn't know that
0: no i had no idea um and uh yeah there's a switch somewhere in the level that you have to shoot and i was like oh my god that's what what an idiot how did i not? i've been missing out on tons of loot um and uh the other one was um red projectiles that you can um swipe them with your sword and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Well, of course you can. Of course you can. Why would they be
3: red? And why is your sword a big red sword? And yeah, you know, you know can. the um, the red doors? Can you swipe through them as well? What red doors? Yeah, I've seen this. It's certainly in the first biome. There's a section where you go, and you can see like a door, and like there's basically red lasers coming from the top down to the bottom, and there's something behind it. And was also those are kind of lasers you can like jump through to get some um, get some like the the currency. And I saw that and I was like, I don't want to risk jumping through it or, sw- or swiping it in case I die. But red, yeah. But basically, a door looks like there's, there's It's just loads of red lasers going from top to bottom. And I was like, Can sure I get you through just this? dash through them? Oh, well, I, I I never wanted to risk it because I didn't want to like screw up my run. Okay. Um. But I'm pretty sure you just dash through them. Okay. Cool.
0: Um. Uh, but yeah. Though there's also those orange sort of force field uh like doors that i can't get through at the moment but i'm assuming that's coming um but yeah it's i know that if i sat down with it for one night and played it for two to three hours straight i'll push through and work out that third area get a handle on things because you know i felt kind of similar when it went into the second area i was kind of like this is kicking my ass how am i going to get through this you get through it and you feel invincible next time you go there but but the third area you know it feels really tough and i know that i need that Three to four hour stint in it just to get a handle on things, but I'm just have I got the patience for it? I probably have. I want to see how it goes this week. Um, but yeah, I swore to myself I wouldn't play a Souls game again, and it feels like I'm playing a Souls game, and that's worrying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a very personal thing. The game is utterly incredible, I think. Um, I just hope I get to see the end of it because I'd be gutted if I. I'm enjoying a game this much, and suddenly
3: my interest drops. But um. yeah, I um, I mean, I stopped playing that because I was playing Resident Evil this uh, this week. But um, you know, I, I I loved what I played, and then when I killed after I struggled, well, I felt like I was struggling for a while uh, to kill that first boss, I did it, and I was like, okay, second biome now. You know, I don't know if I've really got the energy to you know play through more of it, and then I I did, and I had a really good night on it, so I'll probably. I I, I, I don't, I'm excited to go back. Have to Have you it. met the second boss yet? No, no, I haven't gone back I've, to it since. Since the second I'm boss is visits. an incredible visual thing,
0: um, yeah, just nuts at times. Like everything that's going on in that in that area. But um, how? Um, yeah, you'll be fine. It, it it um actually in that second area, it at one point it does put his hand on your shoulder and just go, okay, you know, we'll make okay. it a little bit easier for you now. Just. Just a little something to sort of just go. All right, we'll we'll sort you out a little bit here. Yeah, and that was a massive surprise. How many times um, have you been into the house? Three, three. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've only so been twice. You, you, yeah, you get the key and then you can go in every time you beat a boss. Basically.
3: Oh, is that how it works? Yes. Oh yeah, because I went to—I've been to that house. I've been a visit. I've been to the house, not in, but a, bit, a couple of times. I was like, Han, "I've got a key. Why can't I go in?" Oh, so it's no—you get on the key. You,
0: get the, you use the key to open it initially, and then you can only go in there once. Then it locks, and then yeah. it opens up again once you beat a boss. Oh, but the, okay. the problem I had is that somewhere in the house, there's a, a little cube, um, and that gives you an artifact when you get out of the house. But I missed one on my third like, visits at a house. So I was pretty pissed off with that because it feels like I've missed out on something that okay. I might need because you can't go back in afterwards. No. Because um, so I yeah. got the
3: astronaut when I left the house first time. Did I get that because I picked up a cube? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think so. Okay, right. Okay, so I need to be a boss to get back in there because, yeah, I've been in the house... I've been in the house twice now, so... Yes. Yeah, because okay. you haven't beaten
0: the second boss yet. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 got the key. You went in. You beat the first boss. You went in. You need to beat the second boss to go in again. I I wish this was cheaper. I do wish it was cheaper because I I would say, Sean James, you need to play this. Um, I mean, the console needs to
1: be cheaper as well.
0: Oh yeah, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Right, maybe it will come um, to the
1: Epic Game Store. It's uh, it's possible.
0: You never know, you never know. But that's Returnal. Um, I, I want to hear about Resident Evil, Matt. And James, you've been playing yeah, this now. James I thought T- you hadn't started it.
2: No, I've, I've played it. Um, not a lot, but I've, play, I've played it for about an hour and a half. I've got about as far as I... I've got past the stuff that was in the demo, basically. That, right, that's okay. as far as I've got.
0: How far into it
2: are you, Matt?
3: I think I've played about five and a half hours. Fuck.
2: Fuck.
0: Yeah. Oh, what? Fuck. I should have taken up on the bet. You should have oh, done, James.
4: No. Yeah. What
0: yeah. happened? Me and James and I had a little side bet. Um, <laughs> oh, we almost had a little side bet in the week. James said Matt would have completed this by the pod, and I went, "I don't think he completed it by the next podcast." And you went, "Definitely, definitely." And I was then like, hundred percent." Yeah, and I, was, you I was, said ten pounds.
1: Ten I was I was, pounds. Said, I said ten like, quid. Yeah. Tch.
3: I'm just not confident enough. I totally should have <laughs> taken you up on that bet. Yeah, I would like to, but no, I've been taking my time because, um, you know, because it's, it's just scary.
0: Because <laughs> you piss your pants. You piss my pants. <laughs> yeah. you shit in your shorts. Okay. So before you get into the game, Matt, you've played Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 in recent years. And the, first, yeah? and the original one, yeah. Uh, and well, you played the original one. No, oh, no, I'm talking no, no, no. I played like, recent recently ever. Okay, yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, recently, right. Um, and you've played PT, so take those games plus this one and scary levels. Where are we looking?
3: Um, so I've just done a bit of the game. Uh, called the I think it's Bene Viento, um, which is a lot of people saying it's the scariest part of the game. And it was it was very it's very close to PT, but not not quite there. But it's definitely the same kind of vibe. It is absolutely horrendous. Um, okay.
0: But so what what's the horror, what's but no but but above overall it?
3: no it, i mean as as reviews the stuff i said it's it's very action orientated and um it's kind of it's silly it's a bit silly so I although know. there are lots of bits where it kind of shit me up and even the bits where james played on the demo i didn't play the demos but the bits where you go like into the dungeon or the basement of the castle and it's all dark and you hear like the monsters down there even that bit kind of you know had like genuine chills um i think in the context it might be better i think because it was a
0: standalone demo where that's all you were doing without any build-up it seemed because i watched this stream and i was like this just seems a bit wank
2: that that's Um, the problem and because i've already done this it's like i knew what was coming and like so far i'm not finding it scary nor tense like at all like anything i've played yet really i'm enjoying it but I've not really? really found it to be. But I'm hoping that that is just because I've got familiarity uh, with what you know with where I am at the moment, and it's going to change up a bit.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. So I've, I like the intro of the game is, isn't it? Doesn't start like where, where the two demos start. So I was like, okay, this is this is new. I hadn't seen this stuff, and I thought that bit was pretty intense. Just when you go into the house and the bodies, I was like, fucking hell. But well, I guess for you, James, she's like whatever, it's just bodies, isn't it?
2: Well, the stuff that I found a bit. Like, it, there's a lot of sort of, like, body horror sort of stuff going on as well, which more so than I felt than in Resident Evil 7, where you're just thinking, I don't know how he's surviving this. Like, I've no idea how this oh, character is surviving my God. Yet. You know, it's... Yeah, well,
3: well, well, I want to talk about some bits. So, I mean, but no, I want to, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. But basically, so, even Winters is, like the, is a guy you play. And, uh, he, I mean, I didn't play 7, but from what I've seen and understood, he had some, like, you know, some pretty terrible injuries that he managed to fix with a little bit of, you know, first aid water, whatever it is, yeah, um, <laughs> related to his hands. And, and, and that, that keeps happening in this game. It's mad, and isn't it?
2: It's absolutely mad bit, because you're just thinking, yeah. like, they do this in other Resident Evil games as well, but Give not to some this examples. extent. Well like the, I mean I can say I can say this Connor, cause it's right it's at the beginning spoilers, of the game but yeah. it's right at the beginning of the game like he basically just loses like most of his hand like one of his hands it's like you know two of the fingers come off and it's all just like bloody stump like, it's not even that there's all like bone hanging out and stuff like that and then he's yeah. just like oh it's all right I'll just I'll just put like a rag around it and it'll be fine and it's
3: like and then there's no mention <laughs> of it again really at all He's just thinking <laughs> how that's insane! Like, it... oh yeah, but there's another bit that it, it it's it's a jump scare uh, which I didn't like, but it made me laugh out loud because of how stupid it is. I don't know if you've got a bit, James, where you're, where it might be in a dungeon and then you're you like put your hand on like a switch. Mm-hmm. Does that ring a bell? No, I didn't do that. Okay, cool. Well, I'll say that. I won't say any more. But I was like laugh out loud. I was like, this is so ridiculous, and it's those kind of silliness that is definitely. It means it means I can get through it. I mean, I I saw Resi Seven. I was like, that looks good, but literally no chance in hell. It was just way look way too much for me. This seems way really silly in points, which kind of takes the tension away. I still think overall, you know, it's kind of it's tense. You know, I'm not like enjoying every second of it. It's still there's still for me like you know, it's it's still scary enough overall. Uh, but there are bits where it's like it's just silly. Like one of the early cutscenes, um, you see. Kind of the the antagonists of the game, and I saw that I was like, "All oh, right, so this just a stupid. It's just it's just a silly." Then does, does, that, does that make a bell <laughs> Yeah,
2: I know exactly what we're talking about because like, that was. No, yeah. well, go
3: on. Tell, tell us. Come on. Come on. Well, I hear um, you. So basically, there's a bit where you see uh, the four or five kind of bad guys from the game, essentially, and and the, the, the game uh, is is that you're going around like killing them to you know to solve the story, I guess. But you see to, what want got, to stop um, a story? No, no, no. You, 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 you're, killing all these, um, you're killing all these main lords or whatever they're called to, to to get through the story. I won't say any more on that. But okay,
2: but it's, um, I know, that's the aim of the game. But they're all they all look like just like cartoon characters, basically, yeah. and in a way that you didn't get that from Seven. Like from Seven, although obviously it is ridiculous as well. Like particularly towards like the end of the game, it still felt. Especially at the beginning, like this was rooted in something like real, really. Whereas you don't get that feeling at all from this. It just feels yeah, like I've I'm, seen I'm... the
0: I've seen the shop guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the shop guy. Great. That's that's really mild.
2: Um, I mean, that's nothing like compared with like oh, really? the, the stuff that comes up later. I mean, it's. So
0: what was the silly thing, come Matt? With the with the what were you saying?
3: Well, no, so there's just a cutscene where where you're you're captured. This is very 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 early on. You're captured by by one of the one of the one of the, the bad guys, and then you're basically in this in this room um, with uh, with what I, I I I assume is like the main bad person, mother tr- mother. Not Mother Teresa.
2: It's um. It's not Mother <laughs> Teresa. It's, it's Mother That's Mother not one you know. of the villains.
3: No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> no. I, <but> then, <laughs> that would been controversial. And I was like, okay, well, it's, this is quite scary. And he look around, and it's like it's a tall vampire woman. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I've sort of seen her. It's like a guard of a massive hammer. It's it's a little doll. It's like a giant worm thing. I was like, oh right, okay. So this is this is not. You know, well the way it's you, not tense and scary, exactly
2: because the way it's played is. Do you know what it reminds? Okay, this is completely off, but this is what it reminds me of. You know, David, when you played Final Fantasy seven and you were like, "I'm, can I get into this?" And then there was suddenly that character that then <laughs> yeah. put you yeah. off.
0: Yeah,
2: it's a bit like yeah. that. I feel yeah. it's it's that so, so, kind yeah. of thing. So, because <laughs> the way it, you're it, describing it, it, it reminds Miranda me.
0: So it makes Mrs. me in. feel of the. You know the scene in Spider Man where all of the villains... Oh. Ooh. That's... Spoiler, I guess. Yeah, you probably shouldn't no, do no, that. that
1: no, no, that was in the E3 trailer for it. Okay, cool. That's my get out clause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: where all of the villains turn up and they're all talking to each other and they're all supposed to be big personalities, but they're all just standing chatting to each other. That's what that feels like. <laughs> it's kind of like... It completely devalues the... It feels like characters that should be a focus but they're all in a meeting like, it's you know, like no, it, was,
3: it, totally it was literally that like, yes yeah, so I, I just remembered yes my mother miranda is like the main uh the main like um the, the, the main bad person I, I it seems like that's the way it's working towards and then yeah you go like hey mother mother uh, miranda we've brought ethan winters here for you and it's like yeah you're a doll you're a worm thing. You're a massive tall vampire woman. It was like a meeting, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, a bit silly." But yes, yeah, so but bits like that instantly kind of <laughs> cut the tension. But I'm am still finding it a little bit frightening, you know, walking around the village and and stuff. But um, but the general kind of um format of the game is that you're you're in this village, and that that works like a hub world. Where you can explore different like parts of the village, different like buildings, and then as you do more, more of those unlock, or more you get access to more areas of the village, and that's where you can essentially collect, um, collect like new weapons and, and and encounter more enemies around the village. But that's basically just a hub world. Um, you you go into Castle Dimitrescu, which is like the the area with um, with the main uh, really tall vampire woman. And then and then you set off basically to go to the other four areas which go off the hub world. So so that that's like the general kind of uh, that's the general premise. But I really really loved the the castle castle Dimitresc, which is like the, the the first bit. But again, it was it was a bit unnerving, but it wasn't frightening because loads of the areas are really you know the, 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 they're lit for for. You Know for uh, so it's not like other scary, game, scary games where it's just all dark and it's, it's it's well lit, it's like a lovely kind of decadent house, so it's instantly different, I think, from it's definitely what I saw from Resi 7.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, you, I, it's difficult to feel uncomfortable there because, like you said, it is well lit and you can. It, it, you don't. I, I never feel that something's going to like smash through things either. I know that is going to happen, but it not in the sense that you did with all like the rotting wood that there was in the um in uh, in seven, which was just kind of horrible. Matt, are you playing this with headphones on? Just out of curiosity.
3: Um, well, uh, I have done, and it was uh, way too way too much. So I've now playing a little bit on TV. The TV. You, you're not that. you're not playing. Listen to a podcast while you're playing, are you, Matt? I am, yeah, I'm listening to Engadget, actually. Um, you know, <laughs> no, I, I've done a bit of the headphone stuff, and then I was like, this is, this is a bit too much for me, because the audio is really good. It's I mean, amazing. I, 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 Th- this has been yeah, the like thing Observable that I've... Eternal, it's like, yeah, the audio is amazing, If in this as well.
2: This is the thing that I've enjoyed the most about it, almost, is, like, you know, you put headphones on, and it's... I don't know if it's a 3D audio or whatever, but it, it does sound incredible. Like, just hearing things going on around you is, is quite something it's uh, yeah, it's, it's really, I definitely would recommend playing with headphones on rather than just through the TV. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant.
0: Okay. So I've got a question. The, the, the main outpouring from this, from, uh, the critical response and also, um, from people playing the game has been, this is even better than the last one. Like this might be, I, I read a review that said it's the best resident evil. um, whether you believe that or not personally, why why is this rated so highly? Like, what what's so good about it?
2: I'd imagine it's because it it probably it follows like the Resident Evil Four formula closer, and it's it more, definitely
3: feels very Resident Evil. 4, and it's, yeah,
2: it's more action based, which I think a lot of people really like. That it seems. Uh, yeah, I mean, as I said before, I'm not one of those people, but um, I can still appreciate what they're trying to do with it because the combat and the like, the inventory management, all that kind of thing, is really solid and really interesting. It's a, uh, yeah, I can, I can see why people would, would enjoy that.
0: Well, when you say it's like Resident Evil 4, do you mean like the scarcity of ammo, the, yeah. you know, every, uh, you plant your feet and shoot and all that stuff?
2: Not, not so much that, but it's also like, you know, upgrading all the weapons, you know, like trying to make decisions as to what, you know, sort of weapon sets you're going to go for. And, uh, you know, what's more, you know, more effective compared to what, you know, what you're coming up against and that kind of stuff, I guess.
3: But it's also, it's also very, very action orientated. I mean, at times, for most of the time, it feels more just like a, a suspenseful, scary FPS than a Resident Evil game.
4: Yeah. Um, right. It's got okay. all the
3: same things a Resident Evil game does. You know, as James mentioned, you know, you'll be collecting parts of, you know, a broken something and you put them together and you click one bit of something and you take it over there. You know, inventory management. It's got all the standard, you know, and like certain keys for certain doors, standard Resident Evil stuff. But, it, you know, because it's a, a first-person game and, and it's so action-orientated, it feels yeah. more like a, yeah, like a very suspenseful um Scary uh, first person shooter, then it doesn't really feel like a Resident Evil game. But I, but then I've only recently played, you know, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes, so, and I didn't play 7, so maybe I've forgotten what a Resident Evil game feels like. But it doesn't really feel like a Resident Evil game, even though it's got all the same kind of DNA of a Resident Evil game, all the things I just mentioned. It doesn't really have that it's, same. It's, it's, a, series or it's
1: or been, a series that's been in flux for a while, though, hasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. Four was like a massive change for the formula. five sort of tried to replicate it, and wasn't nearly as good and then six six <laughs> <laughs> um and then seven was a huge change going to first person, and you know by all accounts being way scarier than it had been for a while um and uh, clearly they you know quite rightly, i guess they they feel that that's the the revision that's stuck, and they've sort of continued with it, but as you say it's but perhaps with a bit more resi four thrown in. Um so yeah it's like, like what what is Resident Evil at this point? I guess it's still a a changing thing. Um that, yeah, like that's they a good
0: still thing, even though. keeping up the Umbrella Corp stuff?
3: Is that they drop that? um uh, there no, there's uh, there's definitely definite, definite um, you know uh mentions or that is definitely but Is it just mentions me. that because wasn't the Umbrella
0: Corp like the the they're the ones that release the virus yeah. that started the zombie thing in like the first game or whatever.
2: It was Umbrella, yeah, for quite a long time. I think I mean even 4 and five, 5 and 6 also involved were involved but like not in quite the same way, but with 7 I think they tried to sort of distance away from that. But then you've got Chris Redfield like turning up who is obviously from, you know, from the from the earlier games as well. I don't know what I don't know if there are any further links uh, with that in this or not, but um yeah, we'll find out I guess.
4: Okay.
3: But no, I mean, um, yeah, for me, I, as, as you know, it's pretty traumatizing. And being just done is, yeah, it was just horrendous. Um, but it, but it's not enough to to put me off. Even though, yeah, you know, the first couple nights I played I think I tweeted saying this is this might be too much for me. And I think I texted you didn't I, James, saying this might be too much for me because mm-hmm. it's just very very intense. But and but one thing you said, I think is is worked out. You said you might just be getting used to it, and I yeah. feel like maybe I am just getting used to. It, and also i've you know i've upgraded more weapons i feel more powerful i feel i feel good because i've got a shotgun and a handgun and again i didn't play seven but so a lot what, what a lot what lot of people say about seven is that you're in a house you're in like tight corridors not a lot of place for maneuver here i mean i've been in like castle dimitresque it's like big big open rooms you can you can deal with combat pretty easy there i've been in a village where you can you can you can walk around, and it's just you know you're not in tiny little corridors. The tiny little corridor sections have happened, and they are more frightening. But yeah, I just feel more powerful as I, as I go around uh, as I go around like as I go around the place. But yeah, I mean, I think mean, graphically, I, th- I think it looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, uh, Castle Dim- Castle Dimitrescu, as we mentioned, it looks um, looks unbelievable. Um, and yeah, sound, as we mentioned, o- also really, really, really atmospheric. Uh, but I'm 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 really enjoying it, and I'm, I'm going to get through it. I mean, I've, this last bit, um, I just just I, I just stopped like a night or so ago, just before this. And everyone's like, "Yeah, good luck for this next bit." You're never going to get through it. Um, uh, but I did, and now and and now, people, and now I'm very sure I'll be able to get through the rest. If if that was the worst bit, but no, I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm, I'm glad cool. you are playing a Resident Evil game. I can actually mostly handle.
2: I really felt nice. after you got through like two, I, th- I thought you you should definitely be able to do this. Seven, I can understand why you don't want to touch it because it is terrifying. That is a really scary game. <laughs> but um, yeah, but this it didn't feel like that at all for me from playing the demo anyway. So it's, uh, it's just you, just you played drawer. PT, James. I did. I played it around your house. Um, yeah. What, the
0: whole thing, not the whole thing. Yeah.
2: I sat there. No, and you, we didn't you... complete it around mine. I don't think we completed it, but we played it for I don't know about half an hour or so.
0: No, we oh, did we get to the bit with the spinning eyeballs? No, like, did
2: I don't we get remember past that.
0: all the major scary shit?
2: No, I don't. I don't think we did the whole thing. No. Okay,
0: I, I'd be yeah. I'd be interested if you. Yeah, weird. Uh, okay, all right. I, I, I yeah. no, I just want to know where seven sits against PT. I don't uh, think it's as
2: scary as that. I don't think it's that scary, but it is. It is. Yeah horrific and play i mean that was the game that i started playing in vr and had to stop because i was just like "I can't, right. i can't do this it's it's too much vr man and there's yeah. no
3: vr option in this I no see. there's not no no I, I wouldn't be surprised about something that maybe they announced when it comes to psvr 2 but mm-hmm. like, hey there's a vr patch for eight but who knows i mean yeah, th- th- in, in that video i just did i had to do a bit with my eyes closed because it, <laughs> it was so bad um, well, you play
0: Phoenix right with your ears closed. So, uh, that's maybe yeah. that's much I can't different. wait
3: for you to to get to that bit, James, and I'll also talk to you about other bits mm-hmm. later so on. Just, um, just rolling on the way from my little gag there. Yeah, just <laughs> gag keep keep on with it. Fine.
0: Um, yeah, it's good. Cool. All right. Um, so that's Resident Evil Village. With I look forward to hearing.
3: How you, how you are when you completed it. I lost 10 quid tonight. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how I am, because I've heard some people say, oh, they did after eight hours, other people say 12. I mean, I feel like I'm taking things very slowly. Um, yeah, and the honestly, one thing Matt, to I don't
0: do... know where James has come from with this. Like, he was really adamant about it, and I thought, A, why? Like, why is this in your brain?
2: And well, no, b, because Matt, I know, Matt, you do like to, like, smash through stuff, like, don't you?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would have, li- if, I, if I, you know, if I had nothing else to do on the weekend, I would have loved nothing more than to smash through it, to say, hey, you know, here's the first podcast since it's been out and we can talk about the whole game. Um, I would have loved that, but I was trying to take right, everything It's always harder and... for
0: games that you can't play in front of kids as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah, The games that come out, like if a Mario game come out this week or whatever, it'd be like, yeah, I've put 80 hours into it <laughs> this week. But, like, you know, games like Returnal and... You know, obviously, Resident Evil. It's kind of like I can't have Harry sitting there while it's like, like this big <laughs> monsters jumping yeah, on my face. Had to, and shit.
3: I've had to turn the volume down if I'm playing like with the TV on, uh, with the TV sound on, because uh, some of the sounds. But there's also like, not like, the Castle castle Demotresco. I could have finished it couple of hours maybe before but i i didn't want to leave unless um i made sure every single room was cleared out with like loot and goodies and stuff because you go into a room and on the map it's red if it's red on the map then there's still something in there you can get and if it's blue it means it's been fully cleared out so i was like well I'm not leaving this entire building until i know i've gone for every room and i've got everything which meant having to go back down to like scary dungeons and other places i did not want to be in um so uh, I'll definitely be taking my time with it. Right. Okay. Um,
0: James, you've got uh, Shovel Knight down here as well. Is there much to say on Shovel Knight?
2: Not really. I just, I started playing this because I, I bought it like quite a long time ago and I kept meaning to go to it and I'm really enjoying it. Has anyone else actually played this at all? Yeah, man, am no. finished it.
1: He yeah, did, I yeah. know.
0: Sean was a big mm. fan, wasn't he? I
1: was well initially. No, bounced right off it, and then like two years later, <laughs> went back, and it's clearly fucking great. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I mean, I I
2: finished it as well, like over the weekend, and it's was, like it's. I just found it the re- actually when I first started playing it, I was not really digging it either. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's another another. I,
1: generally, you know. yeah, Nez revival stuff just does nothing for me. But it becomes clear. What kind of game is it? Quite early on, that it's more it? than that.
3: What kind was of game it? is it, Sean?
1: Uh, it's a it's a 2D platformer. It's more of a tribute to Mega Man. Yeah, than definitely,
2: else. definitely Mega Man. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely that kind of. Um,
1: but then there are you know there there are like little towns you can go around, and talk to people, and buy upgrades and stuff. And um, but yeah, it's very good. Actually, and there's so a there's a Mario Mega Man. Brothers three style map as well. Isn't yeah, there you sort of move around and what have you. So it is a, a love letter to like a lot of NES stuff. Which, as I say, I generally don't have much time for, but it's just, just very fucking clever and good fun.
3: Yeah, because so the... I have never played a Mega Man. So, what, what, what is it, James? That it makes it like a Mega Man game? Uh, probably. I mean, the level design and the fact
2: that you're sort of picking up upgrades that you're then using like against later bosses and stuff like that. It's, it's quite similar, like in that sort of, um, that sort of vein. And I mean, the reason I really enjoyed it was because I felt it had just the right level of challenge as well, whereby Mm. I was not getting really, really hacked off with it. And, I enjoyed the boss battles, they were great because there was this sort of very gradual sort of difficulty curve and after playing like Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2, this was so good, like by comparison
1: (laughs) in the sense
2: of like, the controls work really well, I'm not getting really angry with it, although Chen will tell you otherwise and again, trying to explain to her, I'm enjoying myself, I'm just getting frustrated, but in a good way like about it, (laughs) and uh, although I still hate boss rushes, you know like at the end of the game where it makes Mm. you do all the bosses over again, Yeah. you know, that, that was annoying didn't enjoy that as much but I'm because I've got the treasure trove version of this so I think I'm going to play mm. the others as well because there's the like Plague Knight version and Spectre of Torment and all this kind of stuff so.
1: yeah uh, oh I forget which is which but one of them introduces a really cool movement mechanic mm-hmm. which it, yeah it, it's really interesting um, so yeah definitely have a look but yeah this is an excellent game yeah very good but yeah there
0: you go okay cool um Sean sure.
1: Uh, So I have been playing the colonists, um, which I've been playing on switch. I think it's out on most things. Um, It is a fairly laid back um, sort of, I was gonna say city builder, but it's, it's very much in the vein of the older settlers games. I don't know if any of you ever played them. Um, I have some vague but nope. very fond memories of playing Settlers 2 on the PC years and years and years ago um, I think the, the Settlers game sort of went to shit I don't really know why I just like, basically after Settlers 3 no one really cared anymore they kept churning them out and no, no one seemed keen on them um, but they're just um, you know so you, you basically land on a planet you're in a space rocket and you've just got a load of robots um, and you set about building a town the, the story such as it is is that these robots have, like, escaped Earth and they want to find a new planet and their their goal is to, be like, become human, which, I mean, and that's kind of it. So you, you're landing on planets, you're settling up little towns and then you're building them outwards, you're gathering resources and you're just generally trying to keep everything working, keep expanding and, and building new stuff. Um... It's the, the the fact that the the characters are robots is weird because for some reason they need houses with and and like they eat food and meat and drink water. Um, um, have
0: you played Detroit Become Human? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? They don't deserve houses, surely?
1: <laughs> You're saying they don't need them, technically. Um, so yeah, so that sort of is, is slightly odd. I don't know if that was that's just like an intentional quirk or if they kind of realised that. Like if you if you're not like like because that's where the interest is right is it is in sort of setting up these supply chains and sort of figuring out who needs what resources and how to get them to them and stuff. Um, And like because when you first start building your town, you um, it teaches you how to build roads right, which is very obviously like click the start point, click the end point, and then there you go. There's a road. Congratulations. But it's straight away you're like, well, this is a bit weird and limited because it's like you're placing these posts right and you, so you place one post at the start of the road another post for the end of it and then it's like right these posts can only be six squares apart but there has to be at least three squares apart and i'm just like well i don't understand why can't i just build a fucking road from one place to another and why, why what's this whole post system about but after a while it starts to make sense because for every bit of road like between two posts there'll be one robot that's responsible for moving goods from one post to the next right so it then like for a couple of levels you get away with pretty much just building roads wherever you want linking stuff up um and it's not really a problem but then as you get further in you start doing the later say later levels like level 4 each level's taking me like hours to do and I'm having a really good time just like taking my time with it um but yeah you get to like level 4 or 5 and you're having to really think about so, for example, if you've got like a level two house, right, and that will need water, it'll need food, which can either be meat or vegetables, but then it'll also need, there's like a higher tier of like produce so like apple juice or bread or something like that. So then, so say you build a load of houses, you then got to figure out, right, so I've got I've got to get water in and I've got to get food in and the apple juice in, for example, and then they're going to export energy batteries, which then have to go to, like, these other facilities, like a research place or a mine or or whatever. They think, right, so I need a farm and I need a well for the water. And then I also need an apple orchard and then I need an uh, a apple press to make that into the juice. And you've got to figure out the most efficient way of linking these things up so that you're not getting too many resources crossing one road at the same time because you've only got one little guy who's moving the stuff around between each post and they start getting confused. And, they, and eventually, if, if there's too much stuff for them to move around, they'll just have an exclamation mark above their head, which is them just going like, nah, too much. Like it's, it, There's physically no way to get the stuff around now. So you're, like, you, you're trying to build stuff in a way from the start of a level so that in an hour and an hour's time, it's not like the logistics haven't completely broken down. Which and it sounds really complicated, but because you it's well, it just sounds a gradual, stressful. It sounds it does, it does. Stressful. But, but because it's such a gradual build-up and because the rules aren't difficult to learn, it's really satisfying. Like, because you know if you just meticulously build each bit as you go, which you can do at, you know, whatever pace you want, you can like pause the game whenever you want and carry on sort of setting you know, sort of giving like build orders and stuff while it's paused and then you unpause it and it all sort of, you know, um, goes into action. But you can take as long as you want and it's not hard. You just have to think a bit about how it's going to work. And, you know, and inevitably, like as things grow, you sort of, you look at the sort of areas you built. First thing, well, hang on, this could be simpler or we could move this or destroy this or, you know, whatever. And you sort of go around sort of remodeling things as well a bit as you go. But there's just something so fucking satisfying about... Being like two or three hours into a level, and you've built this fucking city, and these robots are all just whizzing around, and there's no problems, and you just like i like and you're sort of looking at it like i I no longer understand this, but I know I built it and i and I know at some point in the last three hours I understood every bit of it and I put it together, and it's just a good feeling like I've spent like so this is the first switch game in probably since Breath of the wild, where I've seen the low battery warning like if this that's how much time I've spent on it, I mean, I've only had it a week, and I think I've clocked at least ten fifteen hours on it, something like that um it's yeah, it's just incredibly satisfying and enjoyable, um just constantly as I say, just sort of managing these sort of little logistical problems and the sort of the needs of every new thing you build needs new resources, and then each of the things that you know creates those resources also has its own needs and sort of constantly balancing this stuff which as you say sounds really stressful and complicated but it's the the way it builds up is so gradual that it's fine and like obviously there are times where you say hang on a minute this has gone wrong i've got a load of guys who are just stuck here and there's too many resources to move around and but then it's as i say it's still quite easy just like right well let's strip these roads out move this destroy this or whatever um yeah, it's great. I really it sounds, love it. Yeah,
0: it. Sounds more like building Lego than anything else. You know those complicated Lego sets where yeah, well, where you look at the overall thing and think how the fuck did I build that? <laughs> look, it's all working yeah. together. I yeah. flick that and that sets that off and that's all really cool. But but really it because of the instructions are so <laughs> straightforward <laughs> it's like you didn't really do it. You just followed the <laughs> just what it was saying. <laughs> that sounds and incredibly satisfying yeah
1: it's 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 proper good um uh, the other things i've been playing are uh so no man's sky if you remember it um oh, yeah. they did an update about a month ago the expeditions update Has anyone did anyone see this uh, no. i mean um, i saw it come out but haven't yeah um so basically it's a new multiplayer mode i think you can play it on your own um but it's so it's this mode where it's like quite a sort of focused exploration mode so it's still like the game as as you know it but it's very much so everyone who plays this mode starts on this one planet and then there is like a a set series of galaxies uh, gal- galaxies galaxies that you have to move through um and there's like specific objectives and as you tick them off um you get rewards which then i believe apply to the main game just like upgrades and stuff um so you start on this planet and it's the usual like your ship's fucked you know get materials start building stuff to repair it and then you know so the next milestone is get the ship into space and the next one is you know warp to the next galaxy or whatever uh, galaxy solar system um and it's fine um but like i say, they've sort of the trailer sort of pitches it as like here is a cool mode that you can play with a few friends um and we've tried that and basically i don't know there's just <laughs> there's not actually that much cool stuff you can do like in terms of interacting with other players there's just not an awful lot to it it was basically just two of us just going around collecting resources to you know because we had the same objectives at any any point like building the same components to repair our ships or make fuel or whatever can so you basically do it
3: anyway you what sorry or not couldn't you do that anyway? I you could, it was- but it
1: was. But like I say, that the whole point of this is, I think, is that it's it's a sort of relatively sort of you know, I, I think it's designed for sort of you know shorter play sessions, and it's just a bit more focused. Whereas the the main game, yeah, I think you could join the same game and then like. Could you invite people straight to your planet, or would they have to make their own? No, I think you can invite friends straight in. Can't Fuck you? knows the fucking what you can and cannot do in that <laughs> game has changed so
0: much in the past
1: four years or whatever it is. Yeah, um, but it's like it's sort of cool because you're in you're in a session with everyone else who's playing the expedition mode. So you might be with like you know one of your friends or whatever, but then there's a, like other people's bases are dotted around and stuff, and there's actually like it's actually quite densely populated. So I guess that that's the other draw of it is it's it's a, a mode where like a lot of players are all sort of condensed into one bit um, of the galaxy. But then it's like the game is, you can tell the game isn't actually quite built for that because when you're pointing at a, a planet or a space station or whatever, there's all icons around it, but it's like, Oh, this is so-and-so's, base. Oh, this is 60 69's base or, or whatever. And you're like, no, fuck off. Get off my hood. I don't care where all these people's bases are. I just want to go to the space station or whatever. So stuff like that's a bit irritating, but yeah, but as I say, like playing with a friend, it was just basically just wandering around like mining and stuff, and then occasionally one of us would have a material the other one needed, and you go, oh, there you go, you have that, okay, cheers. Other than that, we may as well have been playing on our own, but with a chat party on the go. It was weird. What you're saying,
0: Sean, Mm -hmm. is that something to do with No Man's Sky (laughs) had a bit of promise your imaginations ran wild with what was on offer mm-hmm. and then, and then wildly disappointed. No,
1: it's just, yeah. It's just not quite, uh, quite lived up to expectations.
0: <laughs> Do you know, um, it's funny. It's whenever I hear about no man's sky now, it's like, like, why, why are they doing this? I mean, he, no, I know that's a really bad thing to say and everything. Yeah. But like, they can't, where the, where's the money coming from? Like that's the first thing. The second thing is like, it reminds me of, you know, when you have a mate who really fucks up, like they really fuck up. <laughs> But then they apologize the next day, and you're like, I'm still pretty pissed off, but okay, maybe we can move forward from this. And then they apologize again a little bit later down the line for it. And you go, Yeah, no, all right, fair enough, mate, fair enough, okay. You've made up for it, it's all right. And then they apologize again, you're like, Okay, mate. Like, don't worry about it it's fine we said it's over it's water under the bridge don't worry about it and then they apologize again for the next four years and you're just like it, mate just give up we are just stop now Cause, I mean, come I think,
1: on no like I, I should say like i do really like no man's sky now like the you know the the game that yeah, we but eventually you, you got said is... that for
0: years, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah About um, two years after it came out, or a year and a half after it come out. Yeah, yeah. It felt like it really made up on all those promises, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think this is the first thing they've added where I've been like, mm, actually, not not really that fast. Um, uh, like, the, there's other issues. I mean, so the interface has never been good, and it's still not. Um, hmm. And the fact that it's like. You know, you, you start this mode and like I've played No Man's Sky before, so I remembered quite a bit of what to do. But it you start this mode and it's very much like, oh, you need all these resources. And it's like if you want to know how to make them, you have to go to this other menu where it shows you every like resource and item type in the game and they're sort of loosely gathered into some different categories, but it's not entirely clear which category the thing you're looking for is going to be in, and then even when you find the right category, nothing's alphabetically listed. So you're, like, going through just pages and pages of different fucking elements and stuff and materials and stuff, just trying to find the recipe for the thing. It's shit like that. It's like, come on. It's weird,
0: isn't it? For a game like that, you'd think if you've got that many elements and stuff... Mm. Wouldn't it be cool if you could do, like, wild things for it? But when I played it, I do I played it a long time ago, mm. it felt like it had all these elements in it, but it was just one thing on a checklist of things that I needed yeah. to get something. Exactly. And it was and like, well, uh, what's the point? Yeah. Just make and it's, them, the...
1: <laughs> like, it's like... There's
0: the... a the substance behind these these elements. Like, where, what, yeah. what's that? Yeah.
1: And, like, so you're trying to make... Um like uh, hyperdrive fuel right and it's like right you want to make hyperdrive fuel you need some antimatter and you need some antimatter housing and you're like right okay so how do i make those and you like, right for the antimatter housing you need i can't remember it's like some mineral and then you need some carbon nanotubes and then i'm like what the fuck is a carbon nanotube? I'm not even. <laughs> so then you oh, guys. Right, right. You do... had to then make a carbon nanotube. Exactly. Didn't you? So you go into the menu and then you're like, right, where's fucking carbon? Right, there it is. What do I need? Oh, it's just carbon. So it's like, and I've got shitloads of carbon. So if I'm trying to make. The thing that needs carbon nanotubes <laughs> yeah. just go. Yes, you've also got the stuff you need for carbon nanotubes. Do you want to just build the whole fucking? Yeah, lot?
3: yeah like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. Oh. so much. that game was pausing it. Like, what color is that? What yeah. color do I need? Oh, you but know, most need of the game one. of PT
0: was pausing it as well. You can't the I, game I, for
1: yeah, that. I, I really wish they'd streamline that stuff. Like, I, I understand. Obviously, they're trying to gamify just getting around, um and sort of make you sort of you know dig into each planet and find resources and and work with them and stuff but i don't know i just that that stuff has never been satisfying and it's still not and i wish they would just the fact that like you know they nicked the the destiny sort of interface where you move in a circle around and then you sort of but like with destiny most stuff is just like a single tap to select it or, or do the thing but then sometimes there's things you have to do the long press on which is you know, menu items or commands or whatever that would normally be like a are you sure prompt. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in No Man's Sky, it's just like most things. You just go and click <laughs> on a button on a menu and it's like, why isn't it doing anything? Oh, I've got to hold the button. Why? <laughs> uh-
0: <laughs> yeah, the only so, yeah. Thing, uh, the game that I played where well, Returnal does that. Oh, really? Um, for items that you pick up. Mm-hmm. And well, that's the only that time where settings. it totally makes sense. Because right. usually you're just hoovering up items, but then you'll mm-hmm. come across one where it's like, yeah, but this
3: will fuck you up, Are you sure. And <laughs> you you're do. like, yeah, oh, that's fine. Like If that.
1: there's a, a reason you might
3: not want to, then fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no. No, Dave, you should change that in settings. You can change it so um, if you can change it so it's just one, it's a tap for things aren't going to affect you negatively, but you can change it. So if it's a, uh, a malignant chest or something that might fuck you up, you have to hold down the bottom for that. That's yeah. on by default uh we we can change you can yeah but uh, you can change it so not every item you have to hold down the button it's not every item uh well i think it was originally by default but now it's just press once yeah i've never i've never
0: i've never had a problem with that it's been yeah i just it's i just tap the button near the blue stuff and the green stuff or whatever. And then the, the red, the purple stuff. I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Is that it for um, No Man's Cry? Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, anyway, you know, obviously so, I feel like that's a like,
1: franchise over. Because I've got like no appetite for people just kicking the shit out of that game and, and yet listen to what everything I've just said. I know, I um, know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and before, before you move on, I would just like to announce that this is the portion of the show. Where Sean has played a game for a bit to justify saying, I really like it for the next couple of years before he <laughs> drops it. Go on. What game have you been playing, Sean?
1: I've been playing Yakuza Zero, Dave. Oh, did you really
3: oh enjoy it? Oh, my God. I did, did you
1: really enjoy it? Yeah, I about- did, Yeah, oh, really? <sighs> I'm about on. 15 hours in. It's fucking great. Is it? Yeah, I'm having a really nice time with it. Cool. It's just like genuinely pretty funny, and the like the side quests are a good laugh. The main story's like actually getting pretty interesting. Um, like I don't obviously never played a Yakuza game properly before, so I started this from scratch on the Xbox because um, obviously I played like a few hours on the PS4, but I just thought you know what, I can't even fucking remember most of it. Um, so yeah, starting again from scratch, and it just yeah, it's good. It's been like. It's definitely been the game that I've been sort of dipping in and out of when I've not been sure what to play, like in the evening. Um but yeah, it's just a nice thing to be immersed in. I think like probably like playing it during COVID has sort of helped a bit because because obviously, you know, you most of the time you're wandering around Camarocho or the what's the other area called, James, I can't remember. Uh I've forgotten off the top of no my mind. head <laughs> number one super fan james farley there no, has um, been it's been loads of them they go all
2: over the place like, different <laughs> okay. things, but yeah.
1: um but it, it's like i mean you know as anyone who listens to this show knows i'm not a not a big nightlife person um but just walking around the streets of Camarotra at night and just and it's just a nice atmosphere and it's reminded me of like like good times i've had on the rare occasion that I actually have an evening out of the house. Um, So that's been sort of nice as well. It really, really makes me feel like I've missed something because
0: the atmosphere, I didn't get that atmosphere at all from this game. Like Mm. when I walk around a GTA, Mm. like I really soak in the atmosphere for the very Mm. brief time that I played cyberpunk. The one thing that I thought was great, you know, was that feeling of the hustling, bustling city. Mm-hmm. With with this, it felt like a load of, like, shadows. And I was just, like, <laughs> See, so weird, there was cause... certain, were sh- yeah. so many places that I couldn't go into. And yeah. and if I would walk for too long, someone would attack me. And I genuinely didn't like the combat. So I was kind of like, well, wha- I'm not. Into the, like, I liked the cutscenes. I mm. liked where the story was going. I, the, you know, the main character was good. That mm. um guru is it? The the side character. Oh, right. Goro.
1: Yeah.
0: Goro was was great. And but then after that big long cutscene in the nightclub, when you're introduced to him properly, mm. yeah. Um, I I realised that I was back just wandering past these. Like even even with even with Shenmue, right? Mm. The feeling of walking around that town, I was like. Things are going on and this is interesting. And I did not get that from Yakuza, And I'm wondering where I went wrong with it.
2: No, you see, I, I do get that with that in a massive way because of the... Atten- you see, the thing is, right, is, yeah, you can't go in all the buildings and stuff like that. You can't, like, look in drawers it's and that sort of stuff. not going in all the
0: buildings, but the ones that you could go in mm-hmm. were, like, were, like, they felt to me like they were there for the purpose of the game. No, yeah, rather but than there for the purpose of the atmosphere.
2: But that that's completely where I I don't get that at all, because the... the okay, like, f- particularly, if you go, like, in a convenience store, it looks identical to a convenience store, like, in in mm. countries that I've been there. Like, fine, but you're, and still going
0: up to the, you're still going up to the counter and it's saying what item... And a menu pops up and what item do you want to buy. No, but then mm. you
2: can... I know that's true, but then also you can go around and look at all the detail, which is incredible, because it looks exactly like it does, that, is the yeah, thing. That's
0: fine, but for me, that's looking at assets in a video game. Yeah, but like then that's they, not... Yeah, but you can say that about
2: anything. Like you, can no, say, you can't, right? Of so, course so you can. You can... With Shen...
0: No, with the difference with Shenmue... You're looking at shelves and you're looking at each item and you're deciding what to buy and then you purchase that item. With this, there's dressing and you go up to the counter and you go to a menu and pick which item you want to buy. Like that, that immersion uh, yeah. wasn't there for me.
1: I, I see what you're saying because it's the same thing I've moaned about with Cyberpunk. Like you go into a bar and it looks absolutely stunning and then you talk to the barmaid or whatever and she's like, Yeah, hey, it's the drinks menu. Yeah. And I and I get that, Drink. but I also, yeah, I don't know. There, there is something about the oh yeah, way Zero's built. I do like, yeah, like walking into the shops. It is just like fuck. The details ridiculous, and I understand what you're saying, Dave. It's it's just set dressing, really. Um,
2: but when when but you hear the sound, like it's the sounds and like the, just like the you know mm-hmm. the, the way like the architecture and all that, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. for me it just reminds me when I, of places I've lived and things like that, which is why I really get off on that because it, it like I suppose the, it's
1: yeah the, the first it, it's time not a place I've it's a place I've always wanted to go to and just never have mm-hmm. so there's like for me there's there's an element of sort of virtual tourism there I guess rather than whereas for you I guess it's more nostalgia right yeah, yeah. I like um, I totally
0: got that from Sleeping Dogs like I kind of felt yeah. like I was in that place mm-hmm. and that was really cool but I just didn't get that from Yakuza and I guess that's where but no, because it wasn't just that. Like, I really did like the combat. I think that was the main thing.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, too it's... fair. There's a lot of it. So if you if you're not enjoying that, then it's yeah, that yeah. That would, it's a bit of a killer. That would, isn't it? That would spoil it. I, I mean, I am in, I am enjoying the combat. I'm not like I've not yet got into sort of switching between the different styles and stuff. And basically just using the default ones. That's probably sacrilege, but um, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I think um, I
2: found with the combat styles, I always found it was like cer- certain. I stuck actually mostly with like just one for each of the characters actually, but the one that I felt suited right. them best, you know, was the thing. Yeah. And it was yeah, 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 I enjoyed
1: that. Fair enough. I mean I love uh Kiryu as a character as well. Just the fact that he's just having the most ridiculous, impossible shit thrown at him constantly and he's just so matter of fact about like Yeah. There is only ever one way out. That fits. <laughs> <And it evolves laughs> and and yeah, and time. like and no matter how difficult it is, he's just like, I have no choice other than to batter everyone in this entire building, or whatever, you know? (laughs) There's also, there's one, you know, like that, how, you know, when you do get, like, randomly attacked...
2: There's Mm. that one thing he does, like, every time. Like, it's every time, but I just loved seeing it every single time, which was many, many times, was, you know, like, someone swings a punch and he, like, just, like, dodges it. And he looks so contemptuous and, like, just, (laughs) like, of it.
1: And I just loved that. I
2: thought that was fantastic. Like, the sort of, the arrogance
1: of just, like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) It's the fact that he, yeah, like, he's obviously, like, the most insanely tough person ever built. But he's not like he's not aggressive, or he's not um, like he doesn't come across as a violent person. It's just yeah. the situations he's repeatedly put in and forced to get out of with his fists. Mm. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. As I say, it's it's just been a nice world to dive into occasionally for a few hours. Um, and I'm I'm probably going to carry on taking it slow. So look forward to Dave asking me next week if I've played much more of it, and the answer being eh. a
0: couple of couple um, of years <laughs> down the line. Taking it very slow, play, a Zero again. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. But yeah, I'm because yeah. So obviously it's on Game Pass. So I thought you know what I'll check it out on the Series S, and it's yeah, it's been great. Really enjoying it. And cool. that's it.
0: That's it. That's what we've been playing this week. Um, should we get into questions and then get out of here?
1: Yeah, if you want to send us a question, visit tcgs.co forward slash dear TCGS. I should say again, due to time constraints, I have already had to delete quite a few of these because we've had loads. So thank you very much for sending them in. But if it doesn't get read out, sorry. um, (laughs) Squeeze Cheese says, gents, a shitload of games are getting FPS boost on the series S stroke S. I booted up Hollow Knight again and it's so buttery and good at 120 FPS. What old game would you love to see get a performance boost on Xbox? Thanks for the pods. You guys rule. Joe in Seattle. And then I just wanted to hear one of you say, squeeze cheese. I'm not tired of the kitchen appliances, but I hope we can transition into weird foods next. <laughs> I'm up for that. Uh,
0: a performance boost. Can we,
1: yeah. we C- say so Cyberpunk? We good? <laughs> <laughs> um, Very good. Uh, I mean, in terms of old stuff that I've been revisiting, I mean, I, I do wish they'd sort out uh, Wreckfest on the Series S because that's the E-frames. I mean, it's fine. <gasps> It doesn't really matter, but I do feel like I'm missing out a little bit.
0: It, thirty frames is way worse than I remember, ever remember it. I remember mm. when, when I switched Spider-Man to thirty frames just to see what it looked like, I was shocked. <laughs> like I was like, "This is like a flip book. Like mm. it was mad because it and it is just what you're used to. It's not like yeah. it clearly it's not um, like an issue. Um, but but like yeah, got, but playing sixteen going down to thirty is is. Nuts, so there's a, there's an adjustment
1: period, isn't there? You really have big to big adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, um, I've been playing a lot of Skate Three again, but I'm pretty. That's pretty solid sixty anyway. I mean, if I had a two thousand quid tally, then maybe a hundred twenty frames upgrade would be cool. But
0: yeah. Yeah, there's not many games that I go back to. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. That's why this question doesn't work for me. I can't mm-hmm. think of a game that I play regularly that I'm like, this needs to be upgraded to sixty.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I've played, played a bit of um, Viva Pinata with Isaac. Cause I really like that, and that's noticeably 30 frames. Um, but, I mean, the main problem definitely, with that Definitely game,
0: just download oh, and boot up Nuts and Bolts before you... Sorry, do, yeah. download and boot up Nuts and Bolts because it is nuts how good the frame rate is in that town when you remember it from <laughs> when it came out on the 360. Um, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, obviously, yeah. the loading's hilarious because um, the jigsaw puzzle's going into pieces and then, like, Go away immediately. Whereas you'd be sitting there for about two and a half minutes before, <laughs> which is nuts. But sorry, they're going back to Vivian Pinata. Uh,
1: yeah, going back to Vivian Pinata is the main difficulty with that. Is that the interface has aged really badly? Um, really. So yeah, it's just a bit fiddly. Just selecting the stuff you want, and this it's all just a bit slow and and clunky. So I really love it. if They did a new one, but can't imagine they will. Hmm.
2: Any, uh
0: James,
1: I only, I only had
2: Cyberpunk. I didn't have any any serious ones. I can't yeah, think of any. The
0: <laughs> games they all run at sixty by standard, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. so yeah, they're different.
0: Yeah, so it's not really. But yeah, I mean, one hundred and twenty. I've not experienced that yet. Um, I can't imagine that that would be too much fun doing that. Like I, I I'm pretty sure I'm going to go and see John for the first time in what. Two years, um, soon, going down to see him, um, and uh, I'm pretty sure he'll want me to show me Rocket League at 120 frames, <laughs> and I don't think I want to do that
3: because <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back to the 60 frames when I get home. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, yeah. Um, it
3: is quite crazy. I played Dirt Five 120 frames, and it's it it just it feels weird because I guess I'm not used to it. It, it, it definitely feels different. Definitely Have you not tried different. Gears Five in it yet?
0: No, not yet. No, that's the one to try, Matt, because that's a game you've completed, and like you really liked and stuff. And the
3: shoot, it's yeah, a I about that, yeah, yeah, it'd be but interesting. I to, to tried Dirk. It was yeah, racing game. I thought, okay, well, I'm really going to feel the 120 frames in this, but yeah, it felt it felt very weird and smooth, and in a way that I can, you know, I've played you know 60 frames of games in this, but yeah, you know, this wow, this feels smooth. But then you play that and it just feels different mm. in some way.
0: Okay, you haven't got you haven't got one to upgrade though,
3: Matt. Uh, well, I was going to say Dark Souls would be nice for Blight Town not to be like ten frames a second. Oh wouldn't God, it? yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be quite nice. wasn't Wasn't yeah. that improved with the re, with the remaster though? Well, that's not as bad I as it was. I Don't
3: know Blight Town. Well, Blighttown was probably improved a bit, but that, that looking back things. on that, that, that that Dark Souls remaster was bullshit, right? <laughs> <It> when <Wouldn't
0: laughs> you look at what they've done to Demon yeah. Souls, yeah, yeah they yeah, need to diff- they a- need to go back and give it a proper one, don't they?
3: Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, that would be amazing if yeah, if David did that in a Demon Souls level of graphical fidelity. That'd be yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be mad. It was probably coming, right? That's probably yeah, of course. Yeah, gonna gonna on, turn on the up table PS
0: Five at some point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, speaking of, I've also played a bit of GTA Five again recently because that's back on Game Pass, and I'm I'm think I'm assuming that if I ever go back to GTA Online, which I should, because I've got loads of heists undone, um, still. Um, I miss that's going to be on the Xbox. So, so I've had a few GTA Online sessions just getting back on my feet and like, sorting out everything, getting my character the way I want it and stuff. That's getting a next-gen upgrade, isn't it, at some point? Not really. It's getting it's getting, getting, well, t- yeah, it's, it's getting not, on this year. It, it, I, I mean, it's, it's, Xbox it's, um,
0: it's finally ageing, isn't it, that game? Yeah. Because I, I did know. the same thing when I got my Series X. Mm. I downloaded that and played it for a bit, and I was mm. like... This is finally aging. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's done incredibly well for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, that was still fun to play on the Xbox uh, One X. Mm-hmm. And that was a 360 game. So <laughs> I know it got like, it got a bit of a facelift when it went, when, when PS4 and Xbox One come out. It's it's un- unbelievable to think that that was an Xbox 360 game.
1: It is absolutely ridiculous. Eight years that game's been out. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so the next-gen version, that's come out this year, isn't it? It's definitely year? this year, yeah. yeah. But what's yeah. the next-gen version? That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, it's all right. I, it's...
1: I gather it's basically getting all the Red Dead 2 tech added to no it. No way. Not that much of an upgrade. I mean, the amount of fucking money it makes. I know, yeah, no, that's, that's the that's... thing, isn't it?
2: Because I'd rather than him. <laughs> fucking no, That is yeah, a fucking but... nuts
0: thing to do, because they're going to have to basically rebuild it, aren't they?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I,
0: I think, PC, think it's I'm more sure of a just smarten up just smarten up make it make it um in, increase the frame, frame rate increase mm. the the um the what is it the resolution or whatever
1: yeah yeah uh, no, really, might be I right. can't
0: see it being uh, like a proper rebuild no, though there, there's got to be a GTA 6 coming like you you'd soon. hope so
2: but this is what's annoying isn't it because they're, if they're doing this that's going to put that back further. And then it's <laughs> just... No, you don't you know, know
3: that. They're going to have another team working on the... Uh, the ne- yeah, it's, yeah, it's, not it's not a remake, it's not a remaster. It's just like a, a version that takes more, you know, it, it uses the new next-gen hardware a bit better.
4: Mm. I don't so it's know. Probably it's the, ultra version, the we'll PC see. on
3: ultra settings. It's probably that, I don't know. But um, I'm interested to see uh, what it looks like. It's interesting also, Sean, that you said you you started playing that because the other day I was thinking, I might just start GTA Five campaign again. I don't yeah, know. I've yeah. Done,
0: yeah, I've played for a big chunk of it. Not too long yeah. ago, I started playing for it again, thought, and it's you know, still I like
3: brilliant to, uh, fun. I played it, it, got a bit like you know, a little bit annoying towards the end. But I might, what's like. But I guess it would make sense if I should just wait for the next gen version and do it then. If I'm going to do it at all, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah but then, sure. but then,
1: will the next gen stuff even affect the campaign? Because surely it's all about online now, isn't it? Yeah, no,
3: it's, it definitely oh, no. will. Surely, I was, well, yeah, surely, that would be mad if it's just the online bit. They've got the next gen stuff. According As to the, the Daily, Daily Star. Wouldn't...
2: GTA Something. Six is going to be set in Vice City and Caribbean. Oh, and that's what they said. Oh, brilliant! <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> there was a big, um, there was a big thing on Twitter today about how GTA Six was getting announced this month because, um, uh, what was it San Andreas was trending this oh, yeah. morning. Um, so there's like rumours floating about, uh, clearly not true, but mm-hmm. uh, I think we're not too far away from it. I really don't. I mean, Red Dead is what. Two years, I would know. You think uh, it was? You know, obviously they're making money on GTA Online. Don't get me wrong; I don't think they're going to be struggling for cash. But their next game's got to be around the announced period, right?
1: I mean, it would. Yeah, it would be cool. It'd be interesting if, because obviously Red Dead Online has not had the traction they would have liked. Right,
0: they've still supported it though. To be they fair, are. Yeah, so it must yeah, have an still supporting it.
1: Um, but it's it's clearly nowhere close to no, no, GTA no, Online. No, no nowhere really. near. Um, so, yeah, maybe that'll hasten things on in terms of trying to get something new out the door. I don't know. But then the new GTA is going to supplant GTA Online as it currently stands, isn't it? So, I don't know.
0: I think the majority of GTA Online players would be happy to move over to a new GTA Online. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to be losing out. And in Mm. fact, actually, if they announced a new GTA, people will buy it for the main story as well as that. They'll make a a shit ton of cash out of computers. You know
3: what I mean?
4: Mm.
0: Um,
3: But no, I I, I always get excited about new GTA just to see what they do. Yeah, every time they blow us away with new crazy stuff. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with that.
1: It's funny, though, because GTA Five is still full of jokes that probably wouldn't get away with now. 'm yep. Not and like, just I think they'll go down the like, Red Dead route where they'll yeah. make it
0: very, very gritty.
3: Yeah, oh, i love that. Oh, very that, grounded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said when I played Red Dead Two, I was like, if they did the extra GTA like this, that would be unbelievably I think,
2: good. I think you're right. I, I think that's the absolutely the sensible approach for them to take as well. Because what's the hmm. point in trying to parody yeah. every, parody everything at this stage? Well, it's, this is know, it
1: because it's not. You know, not only are some of the the jokes pretty offensive, but it's not even. It's not. it's not even like good satire, right? It's not even funny enough that you could let it get away with like No, no, no. It's it's but...
0: stupid satire. It always yeah. has been. Yeah. And the the one time they did try and ground it in reality a little bit was GTA four and that was such mm. a um some people loved it, some people hated it. Mm. Uh but I think they could do that now. Like they've mm. shown what they can do with Red Dead. I yeah. I think, you know, if they take their experiences from Red Dead and move that onto GTA. I'd be happy with that. I could do, yeah, I could do with that. I could do with playing a GTA game that isn't like, let's go to the, you know, hear some influencers.
1: Oh, there's a tw- you've got to right like into this, this Everyone's Twitch. on their phones all the time, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> some politician
2: who yeah. looks a bit like Donald Trump. Do you know? oh, <laughs>
0: all you've got to do is break into a Twitch streamer's house and get in the th- fucking thing. Like, yeah, you tell me that.
3: <laughs> But well, if it's closer to like, yeah, Red Dead, like a HBO drama level of like grit or like, you know, mm. heat the game. Oh, that'd be super brilliant. They could do that. They could. Because they can. Yeah,
1: they can do that. But with like a natural amount of humor in it as well. Yeah. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't with a decent have to be. Of in it. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Red Dead had some humor in it. A lot of humor yeah. in it. I mean, the, yeah. the fucking taking Lenny to the pub. <laughs> one of the funniest things I've seen in the game. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> to that, in the doors. He's let his face on everyone. (laughs) It's just so good.
1: That's our answer to the question, which games would you like to see get an FPS boost? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next question comes from Big Jimmy in Mississippi. He says, I've just listened to the intentionally uncomfortable part of the show where Sean, sounding the most pissed off and humorless I've ever heard him, <laughs> been <bemoaned laughs> being constantly griefed in Sea of Thieves. I can't tell if he's on my side or not there, but anyhow. Uh, it's a Definitely game I currently not. have no interest in, but I would immediately play it if they added PVE servers. Can you think of a game that you are not interested in, but would be tempted to play if one relatively, quote, simple change was made to it? Yeah. Every Yakuza game, if the combat was better, it was turn based.
0: Like- <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like if it had the combat like in, in Spider-Man
2: Okay well, so, was... dogs. <laughs> what, so you could like run up buildings and like do stuff like that, Shoot, is, well, that the a bit. <laughs> is that the combat? Well
1: that is part no, of the combat, just, yeah
0: What I mean is the level of sort of where it's challenging enough that you have to think about it but also satisfying enough where you're not just getting your ass handed to you every time yeah. Like that's yeah. if it was that level. With with Yakuza, I found I was just battering everyone and it was a bit tedious. Mm. But with with um at least with Spider-Man you've got to think about what you're doing. I'm not I'm not literally suggesting that you'll be able to fire webs out of your wrists in Yakuza. <laughs> I'm saying
4: that would be that, cool.
0: sort of, that sort of level of combat um would be quite good, I guess, because there's so much of it in it. Uh Maybe that would push me through a little bit, but then we did mention other problems I like had with that game, and also the saving. I assume they've sorted the saving out on the most recent games, right?
2: Yeah, yeah it's all auto save. Uh, all yeah, answer. good.
0: Fucking hell, man! Oh, that was a nightmare in Yakuza Zero. Like, well,
1: just... it's um, the quick resume on it has been absolutely flawless on the series, yeah, bet. Yes, which has I been bet. nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah I'm yeah, still yeah, not yeah. relying on it. I'm I'm remembering to save, but there's been a few times where, yeah, it's. it's me out so that's been good um, that's my answer I'd play Sekiro if they added an easy mode
2: <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not just it. saying that to See, wind I, people up I know what? I was going to say exactly the same thing maybe, maybe I'll play Dark Souls 2 if I, if, I, if I could play it on on an
1: easier mode yeah <laughs> Um I can't think of any others though
3: Um, I think well not one specific game but if they made every game Maximum of about fifteen hours. I'll probably play a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut stuff out. Yeah. So mean, like, i mean well, When I heard Resident Evil was like ten hours, I'm like, "That is that's brilliant." Although mm-hmm. other people are saying, actually, if you look at the average playtime of most Resident Evil games, they're all around ten hours. I think some people seem a bit shocked. See, I Matt. I mean, mean only yeah, ten that's pretty hours. Standard, yeah. You like JRPGs yeah, as well? For a Evil game, but you, like, I was like, "Yeah, that's great. That's good. That's good stuff."
2: Because like I know recently, Matt, you you have started to get into JRPGs and stuff. And if the the small tweak, if they remove the grind, you probably could enjoy a lot of them because that reduced the length yeah. from about you know ninety hours or whatever to like twenty probably if they got rid of that.
3: Actually, I didn't mention I I, bought, I haven't started playing it, but I bought Resident Evil Nine because it was like really cheap on Switch the other week. Someone mess someone messaged me and I saw it as well. Resident actually, Evil Nine, so. you final uh, Fantasy 9. Sorry. What did I say? I meant Final Fantasy, Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say. On the Final switch Fantasy, you, you say? Good <laughs> yeah. my, uncle, my
0: uncle works for Capcom. playing Resident Evil 9 this weekend. You can't come over. No, no.
3: Not allowed. You're
1: play, playing Resident Evil 8, are you?
3: <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, good. Let's <laughs> see so yeah, Final Fantasy 9, yeah. Bought that. So I'm looking really forward to playing that on my Switch at some point. Cool.
1: Uh, I forgot to mention, he signed off the message with, Y'all take care now, Big Jimmy of Mississippi, brackets formerly of Croydon. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) From Croydon to Mississippi. How Mm -hmm.
0: do you explain? When when someone in Mississippi, uh, please get back to us on this, says, Where are you from? Do you just say London? Or do you say, I'm from Croydon? What's Croydon? I've never heard of it. It's sort of a bit bit of London, London, but not really London. It's sort of greater London, but we kind of think we're our own city, but no one else does. I can say that because I went to school in Croydon. I know Croydon very well, but yeah, there is a sense of Croydon where they go, no, we're our own city, but you're not though, are you? That sounds like
1: Salford to Manchester. (laughs) It's its own place. It's not the same thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, Maria Mendieta says Dear TCGS Koalas The anecdote about John Denton losing 90 minutes of his progress In Returnal due to a crash Sounds diabolical When it comes to shoddy workmanship Our hobby seems to get away with it quite a bit and can I can't imagine roller coaster engineers at Thorpe Park Announcing over the tannoy that they're working hard on a fix For the final stretch of the ride Which makes me think How would the game industry change if patches were completely banned? Good question
0: We'd get one game a year <laughs>
1: these
0: days, <laughs> you know how did that? I, well, I mean, in the past, it was literally just
2: yeah. when I mean, you got a lot. The of...
0: game breaking bug, then fuck you, you're done. Yeah, oh, that, the broken yeah. sword one, man. When, when you're in, I played all the way through the game, and then I got into the forest, and then there was a pig that ran at you, and if you saved after failing that, then you were done. Like oh, that was shit. it. Yeah, you couldn't do anything.
1: It's weird, isn't um, it? Because you know when when patches first started becoming a thing like you know pc games but like this was still sort of before even like, you know most people had the internet so it was you would get patches but they would be like cover discs you know on, on magazines and stuff <laughs> um in some cases i think like obviously they were always available on the internet it was just at the time it was prohibitive from, like, you get struggle. them through but, it was like uh, through bbs's but also there was also mm, whenever they released like um what would be now dlc you know like expansion yeah. packs yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how they used to deploy all that stuff yeah absolutely um and i remember at the time you know like, reading PC Zone and pc gamer and stuff there were articles about like oh this is gonna be awful like people are just gonna Release like half finished games and think, oh fuck it, we'll patch it later. Which, oh, obviously, right, come true. The, well, yeah. yeah, there's certainly some very high profile instances, of, but not, you know, but it's clearly not Death saying, oh fuck it, it, doesn't matter. It's just the the arrival of patches has co, like you know, coincided with is game development just continuing to get that? harder and harder <laughs> and more the and more the complex. Is. Is it's the, the complexity, and the
0: publishers going fuck it doesn't matter <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> difference I'm sure the devs aren't thinking that I'm 100% sure the devs are not thinking fuck it it doesn't matter just stick it if out you not want,
2: you, yeah you <laughs> it's horrible the, wouldn't you putting stuff out it's, you knew
0: it it's the not suits man it's the fucking suits it again it's also
1: that obviously <laughs> games are so much more complex than the, like if you're we still making 16 bit you know 2D platformers probably won't need so many of the patches at this point but mm. when you're making Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> things are going to go wrong. Really um,
0: years worth of patching.
1: So it's, yeah, like it's <laughs> the way people sort of talked about it as if it was like, it would just allow devs to like be, you know, lazy or whatever. I think was was very unfair, but certainly we've, yeah, we we certainly ended up at a place where patches are basically expected for pretty oh, much yeah. every game at patches, this point. It's
0: like, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. You don't know, yeah. remember when the Xbox 1 launched and everyone was concerned about the people that didn't have internet. And and now it's Which like it's still who,
1: like still like in America especially like a lot of rural America the internet fucking sucks. So <laughs> and Canterbury and Canterbury uh, well, uh, for the, for those pro- people there is already a product called the Xbox
2: 360.
0: So It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Bit one but like
1: up. yeah and I think patches in and of themselves like weren't such a big problem, but obviously now we know that a patch can be basically be the in, in, like, size of the entire fucking game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it must be frustrating if you're in the next shite.
0: Still. How frustrating is it, James?
1: <laughs> Incredibly so. Uh,
2: that's why I bought an a external hard drive to try and avoid this sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's I, really yeah. annoying.
3: But you've still got to download patches.
2: You do, but then you, at least you don't have to like download extra games and all that kind of stuff as well you know like yeah you keep... can just sort of keep them in
1: cold storage yeah
0: working. yeah and then, i mean they yeah. update in the background anyway don't they yeah. so
1: it yeah. works very well i mean to be fair james is probably the one of us that would love a future web patches a band and that'd be it why well, just download it once done yeah no bother <laughs> maybe we'd see that you know uh, the other month someone asked us about having like multiple disk changes within consoles Maybe that, Maybe we'd have yeah. more of those at this point mm-hmm, yeah. if we couldn't just patch Although
3: off. when I was yeah, on Twitter the other day and saw about the Returnal patch mm. and the fucking thing, I was like, no! I was like, oh well, I can't remember if I was in the middle of a run last time <laughs> or what, and I turned the machine on. It's like, uh, latest patch update installed. I was like, well, oh, okay, I can't turn the game on now then. I, I better wait. Uh, and then I quickly went to settings and I like, unticked sync save to cloud so the cloud save will be saved in
0: I can't. I can't remember the last time I was playing a new game and really enjoying it every night, and then all of a sudden I couldn't play it because the devs and the publishers announced, please don't play it, because fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I <laughs> can't remember the last time, like, if ever that's happened. It was a weird feeling. Oh, I, I, I think i will played a bit of Returnal now. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. It's like when your water gets cut off in your flat and you're like, I'll just have a glass of water. Oh, I can't do that. I'll brush no, my teeth off and of fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the washing. Uh-uh. Just- I'll have some squash instead of squash. <laughs> oh, I'll just water
3: the gun. Oh, I can't water the gun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then I fancy I'll just- a, couple of, a couple of silly ones to finish off.
3: Go oh, on. I love a silly one.
1: Love a silly one. MD Krabuff's. As I ordered a PS5 on a whim, it arrived the next day, and while setting it up, I was filled with anxiety that my wife would be furious that I'd wasted £500 on a toy. <laughs> Luckily, this is just a dream that I had last night. Have you ever had a vaguely memorable dream about games? He then also adds, I was very impressed that my dream PS5, wirelessly connected to my Sony TV, didn't require mains power, and was the same size as my PS2 Slim. I <laughs> <laughs> would be good. Um, definitely I not a dream, definitely a dream then that would
0: have given it away straight away that would have been the inception spinning in the fucking Drader
1: or whatever it was what well, he like, wakes like, up and he checks his ps5 oh it's fucking massive and ugly and needs power and <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean yeah. i'm in reality again thank god Because you imagine that if you like you, you get say like if inception was fucking real and they're right right well you, you need to pick a totem it needs to be an object you're so familiar with only you know it's peculiarities then the next day you walk in with a fucking PS5 under your arm yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. it mate, it's my totem fucking.
0: yeah, you, you, you're chatting to someone later in the day and you look over and the PS5's the same size as a Series X and you're like <laughs> wake up David <laughs> did I ever tell you right that my brother used to oh, man, fucking psychologically fuck me up if I woke up in the morning Brilliant. right because we shared a bedroom if I wake up in the morning, I'll be, you know, a bit groggy or whatever that you are mm. in the morning. He would then go, he'd look me, look at me just straight in the eye with his wide eyes and go, wake up, David, David, come on, mate. Wake up, wake up. And it would fucking freak the fuck out of me. because i though think, you're already awake. Yeah, like I'm properly awake. But yeah. he would stare yeah, me bad. straight in the eyes and go, David, come on, come on, we've got to get up, we've got to go. And I'd just be like, oh my God, like... Honestly, the feeling of that is just horrific. Was he trying so to freak you out or was he just... 100%. He just wanted... Okay. 100% trying to fuck me up. Uh, because that's the relationship we had. Amazing. Um, not really. Not amazing <laughs> at all, Sean. It was horrible.
3: <laughs> that's yeah, why that, I'm that, such that's a messed soft, up that character. Sounds,
0: that sounds
1: um, cool. Yeah.
0: What was the question? I <laughs> don't know. My Have you ever had a memorable says...
1: dream about games? <laughs> God, oh, a dream about dreams okay, about games
0: okay. yeah i mean they're, they're they're um they're rife in my head but on the lead up to a launch i'm always really? having a dream about it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That yeah. that is coming or that, you know i'm waiting for it by the door and then it arrives or whatever um yeah that happens a lot but then not in between so it's not a regular
3: thing How about you matt i bet it's 24 7 right <laughs> no, but I, I, I did think I'll be having dreams about Resident Evil, but uh, no, not yet. I mean, my the ones I remember loads is when I when I would close my eyes and still see the note charts in Rock Band. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I played it so oh, much, gosh, yeah, and, and like horrible. the amount of times uh, I think no, was it? It might have been. I think it probably was. due all the time, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, saying like he stopped tapping your foot in bed because I was you know tapping just <laughs> <laughs> moving my foot like I was doing on the drum kit. Can you start I, I remember I remember the
0: Halo 2 HUD being permanently burnt into my retinas mm-hmm. so I'd close my eyes and see the fucking what weapon I had <laughs> like it was yeah it was nuts
1: oh I uh, I don't remember the dream but I once woke up um, so New was on like an early shift so she was like out the door at 5am or whatever and I woke up to a text from her saying like you know in your sleep last night you kept talking about titanite <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, was like, I can tell you yeah, what I game know. that's from but I've no idea why I was dreaming about it or talking about it but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, <What was laughs> talking oh, I know baby I d- n- generally no, um, I, had, I had a bit of a phase of it apparently um, but that that was that I, I was when do. I was a
0: kid my my brother used to film me he used to get the family really? camcorder and film me when I was asleep because yeah, what was it what was the word that I used to say it was um yeah, he, he, there's a bit of footage of me waking up and he asked what my name was and I can't remember. What, was it Pack, I think that's what I said my name was. Amazing. And then he said, is that your name? And I went, Nosh, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty weird. What, what was your name? Pack.
0: I think that wow. might have been it. It was either that or it was, it was what? Because like, my mum and dad had this wallpaper that had just random letters. As that You know, there was a phase where people used to put a border around there, like about yes. a third of the way up the room, they mm. would have the wallpaper and then put like this border wallpaper up but, like, a third further the way up the wall and it was just random letters and I think that might have spelt out so because it was <laughs> yeah, just but... that's what we said <laughs> so that might not have been the name, I might need to text my brother and ask him what my name was when I was sleep talking,
1: <laughs> carry on Mike Oxlong says on a recent episode someone mentioned a school trip <laughs> You're right, so, I found it funny. This reminded me that my inner London school oh, organised some. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, Sean! Have you not worked that out?
1: Ah, my cock's long. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <It> certainly is. <laughs> On a recent episode, someone no. mentioned a school trip. This reminded me that my inner London school organised some really dodgy school trips back in the eighties. Two that stick out. One, a visit to a local police dog training facility where the kids had to take turns to wear a fluorescent bib and get taken out by the dogs. <laughs> in a, in a quote, safe way. In a safe
3: way? <laughs> oh, fuck me. No, in not the supermarket. In a safe way. <laughs> down, then, down, down the grocery aisle. <laughs> in a, in a contestant. <laughs> uh,
1: and worst of all, uh, a visit to a butcher where the kids watch the butcher use a power saw on a cow's carcass. And we were then oh, all showered the in f- bone chips and skin. Lovely. Jesus! The last trip was no, organised by a vegan teacher. The same teacher once brought in a windsurfer to the classroom. She was weird. Anyway, what is the most bizarre oh, sorry, or dangerous wind thing?
0: windsurfer? Windsurfer, yeah. What's a windsurfer? Like a surfboard with like a wind thing surfing.
2: attached to it, isn't it? Like a sail kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Wait, I thought you just went like someone that did windsurfing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> just, That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, just a person into the classroom.
1: Yeah. And he just went there. You go. Look what at that. Fuck? That's what a windsurfer. Looks you can like. Crb checked. And the windsurfer's like, "Hey, dudes. That's what they say. Yeah. I imagine?
3: Hang well, ten. I, I mean, it's a she. It's like she was weird. That's why. I, that's the way I read that.
1: Oh, I, thought I thought the teacher was weird. weird. I thought the no, teacher I was, was the she. I was
3: Joking, joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears> cowabunga. Show, show and tell. Why not? <laughs> Hi is, kids.
0: Hi kids. Cowabunga. Hi kids. <laughs> Eat my shorts, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi kids. Radical. Stay cool.
1: Stay gnarly. <laughs> Education.
3: Uh, I, a, I went on a sick wave earlier today. Oh no, I'm not a surfer. Sorry, <laughs> hang ten. You, you need to, you need to,
0: <laughs> you need to, you know, remove yourself from the constraints of education. Yeah, just get out there, get on your board, and surf your troubles away. You <laughs> surf how much? The wind, baby. How much you want? I I live in a I live in a I live in a camper van. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my, yeah, yeah, it's my mum's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, um, cher-
3: cherish them. Why
1: can the question from Michael Oxlong is what is the most yeah. bizarre, dangerous thing you've done, which seemed fine at the time, but looking back now is well dodgy? Um, oh God! Oh I'm talked about this being God this is ridiculous. God. It's like it's twenty to twelve.
2: This is gonna this is gonna go on, and it. I can't. think I have
0: of... got an answer though. This is really, <laughs> really bad, and me and my brother nice. think about this a lot and cringe nice. badly. You kill a man. So we have like a extended family uncle. I think it's the way it's like, you know, a cousin's uncle, cousin or whatever, you know, but we were quite close to them and we went on holiday once to France and um, I remember walking along a canal and he's older like he was an adult right? and we were kids and me and my brother played a game where we would pick up stones and we had to chuck them as hard as humanly possible and as close to his head without hitting it and literally the stones were whizzing past his head he didn't react to them and for years we thought that he just didn't know we were doing it right but they were fucking close to his head Sean like seriously how we didn't <laughs> knock him out is beyond me oh and then years later like when we were at a pie, where we are all adults now um he sort of turned around and said, yeah, no, I knew you were playing that game. I was fucking furious, but I knew that if I moved, the chances are I would have been smacked in the face with a rock. (laughs) So I thought the best idea was just to keep a steady pace and hope that you didn't hit me. Um, Cool. Wow. Yeah, that was bad. Wow. Yeah. Killed your cousin's uncle. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how he's actually related to me but he's, uh, he's a top boy. Andy, if you're listening, you're not. You're a top boy.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Have I talked about being dragged around on a sled by a Land Rover? Before? <laughs> no. Have I not? By a park <laughs> ranger? Uh, no, it was Dad. one of our leaders at Cubs or, or Scouts or whatever. He, uh, yeah, we, he just basically tied some rope to the back of his Land Rover and then we'd sit on... Um, sit on a sled and you drive around, and we just hold, try and hold onto the ropes. Which, as it turns out, is quite difficult, and we kept falling off and got quite badly—well, not actually injured, but you know, between the between the massive grazing and carbon dark side poisoning from the fumes. Um, yeah, sort of weird that that was allowed to happen. Really, scout
0: leaders are weird, aren't they? My scout fucked. leader let me drive the fucking minibus when I was twelve. <laughs> Oh, Just God. around the fucking field, like the campsite. It was like, yeah, go on. It started off in his car and I revved it too much and he was like, we ain't doing it in this. So we got, I got in the minibus and I was <laughs> driving that around the fucking field, 12 years old.
1: I mean, that's when you think about it, Cub and scout leaders or, or whatever. Are they not just people who want to be in control of kids but with no actual qualifications required? Not
0: my lot. They were people that just wanted to get away yeah. and on a piss-up with their mates. Okay. But <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. We used to, they used to put us to bed. If we woke up in the middle of the night and walked into the mess tent, ridiculous. If we got attacked, Ridiculous. There was four adults there, and they were all obliterated <laughs> so it was like uh it's weird,
3: very strange anyone else um when I used to work at holiday park i uh, did oh. it, I did it for six seasons uh, near where my parents moved to mm. in Pagham um and Probably shouldn't have given away the location, uh, but I'm <laughs> um, on one of our like, end of season holidays, um, when the you know, team gets to go away once all the. All the uh, all the customers have gone home, um after the season. We all went to Weston south Mare, which is like another one of the parks in the group. And um, we were there; loads of us were there. And on one of the nights, uh, we have all been drinking in like the in the holiday park, and we stole the keys off um, Darren, who was the team leader, but it was a massive, massive twat. <laughs> um we'd all been drinking quite a lot I and mean, i don't know how old i was i mean i was obviously old enough to work in a bar so probably like 22 23 and uh yeah we, we stole the keys and drove into town using Nick n- n- Nick's car and drove drunk into town jesus christ um, and then they were obviously incredibly concerned because like yep. four of us got in a car i mean i didn't drive um someone else drove and um so they're we incredibly concerned Sounds so there's someone that Sound like a lie? No, no, no. no I, I didn't drive, drive uh, uh, someone else drive. I didn't drive. No, yeah, it was my friend. Well, I won't so give it. I can go. It's someone else. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's not like you, man.
2: You should have given the full name of that person. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> yeah, what, yeah,
3: what he that's does. Usually. Yeah, but he's um, not a grass either. You've got to respect that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could do. I've got a name on me right now, but I'm not going to do it. Um, uh, yeah, but basically, like, so we, we drove to a chip shop because we're a drunk and hungry, mm-hmm. uh, with, with Darren's car. And then the, someone else, like, yeah, I think he got, got in someone else's car and found us and then caught us and, oh, it was all... That was stupid, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, we could kill yeah, someone was, and or ourselves Quite and worse, we just stole yeah. the keys off him and, like, fuck that. You, you're a twat, therefore we're nicking your car drunk and we go drive to the chippy. That was, a, <laughs> that was a ridiculous three days in Western Supermare.
1: <laughs> Absolutely mental. The title of your autobiography, that. Yeah, <laughs> James. I can't think of anything. James, of James right. isn't going to be able to think he, he, of any because he wants to go to no, bed. Exactly. True. Exactly. I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry. It's just no, no, it's time. fine. We are approaching the three hour mark on. Yeah, our we're density, about to. Well, pre- so... we've just
0: broken three hours of recording. Fucking hell! What is the matter with us, Matt? Uh, What's I bet the James
3: has got loads of stories. If yeah, we should. Has, we should do questions at the beginning of the show now. what <laughs> save, save it for the bonus show. There you go. Um, well, uh, wait, next, oh, time,
0: next time, there's a dead week. We'll do another question special. Yeah, because we've a good not idea. done them for years. So yeah. let's. And we do yeah, keep having to there's... filter
1: them out at the moment yeah. because we get so many. So,
0: so uh, is there anything coming out this week? There's not, is there?
1: I can't think of anything.
0: Should we say next week's a question special?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, go on then.
0: Okay, next week's a question special. Unless there's any do, major news that, yeah. that we need to report on. We'll do a question special next week so everyone get your questions in.
1: I can't wait for yeah. there to be a massive breaking news story on Monday afternoon. Yeah. I mean, there will yeah. be so yeah. Never inevitable tomorrow, yeah. one. Tomorrow
0: morning. Tomorrow morning as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, James, uh, Matt, let's do the socials.
3: Yeah, so this Friday, all things being well, James and I will be streaming It Takes Two Friday night at 9pm on twitch.tv slash Co. If you miss it live, you can watch on YouTube afterwards just go to youtube search tcgs and all of our videos of the streams we've done on twitch are over on the youtube channel but if again if you watch it on twitch and if you've got amazon prime you've got twitch prime gaming in which you get one free subscription every single month we really appreciate it if you go to our channel give us your free monthly sub we love that it makes a world of difference uh we want patreon as dave mentioned at the start of the show patreon.com slash tcgs we've just released our monthly. Uh, talks over and our monthly bonus show podcast uh, lots of things to discuss on on that and tcs.co is the website where there's now a um a streamlined merch store (laughs) Uh, until we work out what we're doing this summer in terms of new merch but that's all on on tcs.co yeah Yeah. cool All right, well sorry it's been
0: a long one. Uh it's been enjoyable for us. Hopefully it's been enjoyable for you. <laughs> um thanks for living it and we will catch you next week. Uh goodbye everyone. Goodbye.
4: goodbye. All right.